0: Ladies and gentlemen happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light for this is a fred the Alien productions podcast
1: I don't remember that from the book
0: <laughs> We don't talk about the books <laughs> cue the music <laughs>
1: I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! I doc five Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine
2: into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your
1: operating number?
3: conversation anyway.
2: Wait! Wait! We're going to company!
0: hello hello oh hello hello i am a kendall richardson i'm a full Major.
1: and i'm the hydrated marco lister
0: and you are now experiencing a podcast called fred
1: yes experiencing it through the mediums of hopefully not a blackout and i just just <laughs> it. <laughs> no.
2: Jinx! Yeah. Why? Why would you do why, that? Why? Why?
1: Why? Why? Touch wood. Touch wood. Touch. Why? Chipboard. Touch chipboard. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes. No, well, it, we are the podcast that refuses to behave, so we just, you know, like to keep it uh, on
2: brand, don't we? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even, even mm-hmm. our tech does the same thing.
1: What? <laughs> Touch wood.
2: No, refuses to behave. Ah.
1: I was going to say, <laughs> there's nothing technologically advanced about wood. I don't remember the wood age.
0: (laughs) The wooden age. Oh, dear. Oh, yes. Well, welcome to the show. If you're you're watching, if you're listening, thank you for joining us. Um, We've got a a big show for you guys today, and I think will be rather fun. Um, So let's get into it, shall we? Let's go to Michael first for his weekly watchings, please.
1: Michael. Yes. Um, Well... As uh, people have been uh, listening, uh, we, we've been doing the re watches and first time watchers of uh, Doctor Who. Uh, mm. I'm up to uh, season four, which I've sort of halted for oh, this fuck. week. <laughs> I'm insane. I, I watch. <laughs> no, I love I it. I love five it. Five episodes a week, uh, five episodes a day. And I thought, ah, I need to slow down because sometimes there is a, such a thing as too much Doctor Who. And I needed to watch something else. So. I was trying to watch other things as well. Um, I've sort of started re-watching um, uh, Loki because that comes out this week and I've only seen the Yay. first episode and that's enough. Uh- <laughs> I'm, sorry? Uh, I'm sorry? I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm sorry. I'm um, sorry. Yeah, and I, I forgot to re- realise that um, new uh, Lower Decks... Um, uh, Star Trek has come back, and I started watching that. Oh, and, there's five, and there's five episodes for that uh, out now, and yeah, there's been that's been going great. Uh, the first episode is quite fun. They they uh, sort of touched on some um, Voyager stuff. So if you yeah. if you know your Trekkie stuff, it's like ah, it's, it's full of uh, references as well as a good piss take on the actual thing, which I quite like because it's in canon as well. So. Don't take yourself too seriously, people. I can't wait for a version of that to be in Star Wars.
3: Which we'll be watching
1: and talking about later on. Um, Also this week, um, for the people who don't know, it's the last week of the school holidays. So the kids are going back to school. And only I know what that entails. Because kids go back to school. We don't... (laughs) Trying to think of stuff to do in the week on on the holidays is pretty tough. Uh, I can see I can see why our our parents sort of went nuts, (laughs) (laughs) but I don't blame them because I'm going through it myself. Um, But uh, one of the last days is we and the wife, me and the wife, wanted to do a date night, so we went to a new place in Bendigo called Milky Lane. It's sort of like sort of like a a big cocktail burger joint. It's very trendy. It's very <laughs> it's very Fitzroy in the middle of Bendigo, and the esthetic the aesthetic is a bit like that, and very neon as well. So I do recommend it. It's pretty it's pretty good. Good price, and and you get like a big bowl of melted cheese where you can dip like burgers and that. And it's like oh, this is, this, is, this is very American. I like mm-hmm. it. I like it a lot. And nice. we we went to see a movie. Um, uh, I still want to watch the creator, but I couldn't convince my wife to go and watch that. Oh. <laughs> you no, know, it's science fiction. She's not a big fan of science fiction, so no, it's true, unstable. she's not. Yeah. But we went to see the uh, next best thing that we both like together is is horror. We went to see Source X. Nice. Yeah. Which, How was yeah, surprisingly, it was actually good. Like compared to like the other ones, and it's I'm, I'm sort of was a fan. It just got relentless at at the end, and it's like ugh, just, you're, you're just making up stuff just to keep on going. It's boring. Should stopped after three, which coincidentally, th- um, coincidentally, this is where this movie actually fits in between two and three, or it's ah. in between one, two, and three. So it takes. Ah yeah um uh, John Kramer is still alive, but he looks extremely older for some reason
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wonder why <laughs> and yeah it's uh, but all that aside, and thank you for the follow uh, milk milky honey two seven one zero for the yeah we, we welcome you thank to you. The st- to the, to the twitch. we do this yes. every every week yes. we hope. Um. Yeah, and <laughs> it they, of course, you get you, you get the blunt gore out of it. Like it's very gore gore heavy, as uh, as a saw movie usually is. But they sort of dwell in more a character study, which is weird and cool. Hmm. Um, <laughs> it, it turns out you want to be a bit more sympathetic towards John. It's like really towards Jigsaw. Are you doing hmm. a, are you doing a maleficent and siding with the bad guy? <laughs> Which is weird. Um yeah, so it takes place in Mexico in Mexico. Uh, because uh John Kramer has got uh brain cancer and he's he, he he's um I don't know if it's a spoiler or not, but he 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 gets word that um someone in Mexico has like uh, a cure or a, or a remedy that would help help him out with that and and um yeah and after that he got burnt cuz apparently it's a fraud and yeah and Jigsaw's going to Jigsaw
3: hmm.
1: yeah you know not really killing people as well if they weren't strong enough they wouldn't die you know <laughs> yeah so I would recommend it uh, if you like the Saw movies and yeah. it's very it's a good uh, departure from the norms and the way they ended it is kind of interesting that, that they pretty much open it up for more stories even if they go like push towards like the back end of the Saw, Saw franchise like there's a character that could come back um, and I don't know, continue on with Jigsaw's legacy? I don't know. Who knows? And that's basically been my week, really, been watching (laughs) that. Uh, I put uh, One Piece on hold, unfortunately, because Doctor Who got in the road. And then (laughs) I I put Doctor Who on hold because I was catching up with only murders in the murder house. Murder, murder, murder. So many murders. Uh, Well, one murder. One, pretent- uh, one uh one murder, and one almost murder, but it turned out to be a murder. <laughs> yeah, so I watched Murders. It's the penultimate episode, and uh thi- things are being set in stone. Coincidentally, yeah, mm. yes, and I might leave it at that. <laughs>
0: Oh, very nice. Okay, great. Yeah. What have you been watching, Fulia? Oh, Tell us. Oh, oh, oh,
2: There's not much to be anticipated for. I didn't really watch much this week. God dang it.
0: Yes, but you will you will find a way to turn it into ten minutes of sure. Probably. So, please, so yeah. please, please regale us with your tale.
2: <laughs> <That's laughs> I say.
1: That's why I sort of, <laughs> That's why I, sort of, I sort of left it to you, Folia, for the only murders in in the podcasting room.
2: Yes. Well, I did watch that this week. Fuckity fuck. <laughs> 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 <Fuckity> fuck fuck <laughs> fuck like, you know, yeah exactly <laughs> i'll just
0: sip my coffee <laughs> <laughs>
3: um
2: yeah so things uh you know the it's the 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 what's the what's the phrase um it's unraveling the the the, the, the string is being unraveled it's Ooh. things are putting into being put into place and what's been happening and um, you know, certain things that happened before the murder, and then things that were happening in the lead up, and it's all come, it's all getting set into place. And then we've got one more episode to go, and oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> exciting mm. times ahead! So, I'm yeah. really looking forward to that. Yeah, it's
1: very hard to not spoiler, the- I know. <laughs> So, so essentially, the person that we think is the murderer, we don't think is the murderer. Like the yeah. but me and Fulia, we we sort of have a back and forth with like, you yeah. see? Yeah, I saw it. It's like, what do you think? Well, uh, they are the potential murderer, uh, but there's the real murderer out there.
2: Yeah. So they, yeah, things have happened. We think it's one person, but it's probably not them. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So we'll find out in the next episode.
1: <laughs> My prediction is probably the sun. Oh mm.
2: <laughs> Okay, okay. Cool, cool, cool.
1: <laughs> and then and then and then the potential murderer and and that and the guy that I just said. Uh Say, so, I was protecting you. No, I was protecting you. And they have a big pash. Oh, they, they have a big pash. So gross. Because it, it's leading up to that. A big pash. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: oh, man.
1: I, I, I'm guessing you, I don't know, probably find out that they're not really related. <laughs> uh,
2: even, even so, it just seems wrong. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Could, well,
1: A modern audience has gone through Game of Thrones.
2: Yeah, I know. (laughs) True. It's not the worst of it. All the cards are (laughs) on the table. Um, What else have I been watching? I've also been watching um, more Star Wars Rebels, just so I can get more um, episodes out of the way, so I can get more information about the characters for Masoka. Yep. Where are you up to? Uh, Season two. Yeah. I think I'm still in Season 2. Give me,
1: give me a second.
2: Alright. <laughs> Not to spoil it,
1: but Thrawn does turn up in 3 and 4. Uh,
2: yeah, Season 2, Episode 11 is the next episode I'll be watching.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. So I feel a like I'm at the halfway, halfway point. Yeah, I yeah, uh, just about the halfway point. Um, but yeah, I've been watching that. Um, and then... The last thing I will mention is, um, you've already talked about it before, is Doctor Who. But I'm very slow with the catch-up. I'm still in season one. I'm like two episodes away from the end of season one. (laughs) (laughs) I've been very busy this past week. It was the final week of the musical that I was working on. And so I've been really busy with that. So every time I go to work and then uh, straight after work, I'll go straight to the theater to work on that and then closing night happened we bumped out closing night we had the after party as well and then yesterday at the time of recording i had plans and then i had hockey and then yeah so i haven't really had time to watch much else it's It's okay it's all right
1: (laughs) my month's coming up i'm probably not gonna watch (laughs) anything really yeah so yeah i'm back to work next week so well the stuff that I watch is what we're going to talk about later. Talk so. about, yeah.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
1: so I'll I be pointing. You, it's like, get a folia, get a folia.
0: Get a full- <laughs> 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 all
2: right, yeah. We're all, all
0: going to need signs to hold up. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Go to this person. <laughs>
2: it's great. Yeah. No, it's, that's that's pretty much all I've been watching this this week. Cool. Um, just been really busy, that's all. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's good. But uh, hopefully I'll have more... That I have would have that I will be watching this week. So, yeah, I'll have more for next week's episode.
1: <laughs> Cute. That's all
0: right. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Well, uh, as for myself, I, I may as well just keep on the 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 Doctor Who train because um, yeah, I'm I'm halfway through season two. Where that's where cool. I am. Ah. Uh, so the last episode I watched was uh, the Idiot's Lantern um oh yeah yeah which was an interesting one um creepy creepy mr magpie creepy no faces and and uh you know the the coronation
3: <laughs> mm.
0: yeah yeah which is which just like made me realize it's just I'm like, oh it's literally been a year since the queen died my god anyway um yes so no but it's it's been good um you know that I really I really enjoyed the Cybermen two-parter. I I thought that was that was fantastic. Um and yeah and 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 quite quite well done. Um although the Cybermen walking around they're very loud. <laughs> I don't like the noise they make when they
2: walk. <laughs> yeah, they're not subtle.
0: They're not no. subtle.
2: They're not subtle, but I really
0: like But that's liked... kind of
2: like what I like about them too.
0: Yeah, yeah. They are very menacing in that way. Mm. Um but I really liked like because this is my, I think, I think this is my first time watching anything. So, was there any Cybermen in in Flux, guys? I can't even remember. I think there was. Was
2: there?
1: Sort of like yeah. it, at the end, where um yeah. like the Daleks and the and the Cybermen. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that wanted yeah. to go to Earth for some reason because they were looking for refuge because the Flux was destroyed their place. It's, it's like. You know, something that's probably going to be retcon like immediately. <laughs>
0: <Anyway>. <laughs> probably. Um, yeah. yeah, okay, because I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember if they were in it because I, I feel like this is my first kind of proper exposure to them. Um, yeah, it would be, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I really, really liked I really, really liked it. Um, especially. I, and again, like, you know, I said the same thing about Chris Eccleston's Doctor, but I, you know, I'm really starting to realize this is just the Doctor's character. It's just he's this. He's just this person person for lack of a better term. He's a person who like knows when to be silly, knows when to be serious and and will just like he feels everything but he can also control his feelings so well and like I just I really loved how fucked up it was that to 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 put to to win the day they had to make all the cybermen realize what they'd become like that they were people and now they were not people anymore and and that destroyed them. And it was like, and then like just, and just Ten's reaction to that was like first when like, you know, like they realized like that the, you know, the woman, like they act like they killed that cyber cyber man and it was a woman's brain and she was having her emotions and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. And then having to realize that that's what he needed to do to undo it. Yeah. It was, it was fucking well-written and, mm. and 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 dark and superbly acted and yeah so I'm yeah I'm very much loving um David Tennant so far as of, of course I mean fucking David Tennant how could you not um but yeah yeah it's been it's been really really good so I'm I'm looking forward to uh getting through uh and, and yeah, I know, I know, I'm, I'm pretty sure Rose is leaving at the end of the season. I think I, I know that spoiler. I don't know how she goes, but I know she leaves. Um, so but does she come it, back? But does she come back? Well, I've seen the 50th anniversary special, so yes, I know she comes back, but it's, I, I know that's that not wasn't her. That, I know that's not her. Yeah. But <laughs> she's, anyway, we'll get to that when we talk about it at some point. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying Dr. Who. I really am. It's, it's, it's quite good. Um, it's fun. Um. Yeah, I've never I don't really watch a lot of British TV so it's just yeah it's really cool to see their what they do with their sci-fi um, yeah so it's, mm. it's it's awesome um what else have I been watching um yeah more agents of shield um, halfway through the fourth season now coming up into the the middle of the, the there's three I think I said last week as well there's three like pods story pods and we're in the middle of the Well, sort of at the beginning of the second one, which revolves around Life Model Decoys, and it's um, fucking good shit, and we're coming up on one of the best episodes in the show next time I sit down to watch it. um, So that's very exciting. Um, And then I haven't had time to watch all of it yet because they dropped the first three episodes, but I did watch the first episode of Gen V, the boys' spinoff, because Amazon... Prime dropped that on Friday, uh, and yeah, I fucking love it. Just one episode, and I was like, yep, this is great. This is amazing. I, oh, Mike doesn't want to hear any of it.
1: <laughs> I was too busy <laughs> watching uh, 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 Lower Decks, which is on my Amazon Prime account with Paramount+. Paramount Plus. Paramount+,
3: Plus.
0: yeah. Well, I won't spoil anything, Mike, but I'll just say when you do get to start watching it, you're in for a treat. It is... Phenomenal. Um, it's it's really good. Like it's it, it fits perfectly in the world. It's just as rude and crude and bloody and 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 violent and fucked up. Um, and there was some great great twists in just in the first episode that I that like had me just laughing out of shock. Like <clears throat> sometimes sometimes when something really shocking happens, I just start cackling and because sh- <laughs> I'm just like holy shit, I can't contain myself. Um, yeah. Even so better it's,
1: it's, than a guy going into someone else's Aretha. <laughs> uh
0: there there mm, No, that's yeah. still that's, that's still the it. most I think that's still the most. But like this this show opens in a very similar way to um the the first episode of The Boys in season 1, uh. but that's all I'll say. <laughs> Lots of blood. Lots
1: of one blood. one of those one of those. If, if you can get past the first episode, you'll be fine.
0: Oh yeah, it's they they put it all on front street immediately. There's, yeah, yeah. I won't say anymore, but it's uh, it's it's it's, re- it's really good, and I'm really happy that it's it's actually it's actually really good. So I can't wait to sit down and watch the other two episodes. We really. can do that tonight. Yes, and then lastly, before I move on, um, and we get into the show proper, um, I finally had the chance to catch up. With the one and only Wayne Stellini, for hey. another. Aww. Yeah, I know. For another uh, edition of Fearsome Friday, our podcast Ooh. series that we do on Fred Watch where we've been reviewing uh, all of the uh, Freddy and Jason movies, and we—I don't know if you remember—we were up to A Nightmare on Elm Street Three: Dream Warriors. Ah. So I watched. We watched that last week. Um, the "quote
1: unquote" last good one.
0: <laughs> that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah, we kind of that's we kind of came to that conclusion because I've, I've I haven't seen obviously I haven't seen any of them um, beyond this, um, but yeah, uh, this one this one would be hard to beat anyway. I think this one might be my favorite one so far. Um, <laughs> I really, I really liked it. Just mostly just for the um the practical effects alone were so damn good. Like, Wayne and I spent a good 15 minutes, I think. Probably not, but it was a long time. We just spent gushing about how good the um, use of, like, claymation and um, stop-motion animation is, and, um, like, f- for the time. Like, it's 1980. Yeah. Oh, oh, I
3: love oh, that. Oh oh.
0: Oh, oh, oh. oh, I won't tell Fulia what it was, because it's, it's it's creepy and terrifying. But, yes, Freddy the Puppet Master. I had the- Oh, oh, God. That was fantastic.
3: That was brilliant.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a it was a really good movie. Yeah, I really liked it. So it's the rest of them are gonna have to all, you know, go up against that one. But um, hmm. it's I don't think it's gonna go so well. So, but that's okay. It's fine. It's fine. I had a great time. Um, and that'll be it for me for my weekly watching. So uh, I think it's time now to get in to the week that was, in the nerdy news.
1: This is the news and nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall.
0: All right. We've got to bring it down, folks. we got to bring it down for a couple of minutes, uh, unfortunately, because uh, uh, we lost someone pretty special to us uh, this week. Uh, And of course, that is um, the wonderful Sir Michael Gambon, uh, who passed away at the age of 82. Um, Yes, very, very sad to hear this news, um, as all of us, uh, you know, I mean, I can't, I can't speak for everyone's opinion on the Harry Potter fandom right now. But uh, in terms of just resonating with these films, um, and the effect that they've had on us and his performance, you know, um, they've, you know, he has a very special place in, in our hearts, I think. Um, uh, you know, especially because when the Harry Potter movies started, you know, it, we had, we had the wonderful and incredible Sir Richard Harris in the role of Albus Dumbledore. Um, he got to film two movies before his untimely death. Um, and, um, you know, I remember being a teenager and being, so like, like sad about that because I just thought I thought he was so good. I thought Richard was so – like he captured Dumbledore perfectly for me um, and I really liked what he did with the character. So I remember being so sad and I had no idea who Michael Gambon was, you know. I, I hadn't really engaged with anything he'd done. Um, and then for him to come in, take not only take over the role from a legend of British stage and screen, but to come in and make it his own. Um, like I can't imagine anyone else being Elvis Dumbledore now. I don't know about you guys, but it's Michael Gambon. Um, he, yeah, he stole, he stole every scene he was in, uh, yeah. as the he- as the headmaster of Hogwarts. I think uh, he delivered. Take that Jude Law. <laughs> I love, no, I love Jude Law's performance. He does a great Dumbledore, young Dumbledore, but no, nah, it's Michael. It's Sir Michael <laughs> all the way. Um, Yeah, it took a while, of course, to get used to his take on the character just because it was a bit of a jarring shift, especially because you notice so clearly the difference between Chamber of Secrets and Prison of Azkaban in terms of the films. They're very different, Um, so it is a little jarring. But But he fits into the world that went on after that, I think, um, and really kind of captured Dumbledore's mischievous nature, um, his gravitas his, his care for Harry, um, and for Hogwarts, um, and, you know, willing to give his life in the service of the quest to bring down Voldemort. So yeah. Um, uh, so Michael Gambon was just an incredible performer, an incredible actor. And, um, we, we were so lucky. Um, God, I don't want to cry. Fuck. <laughs> we were so lucky. We were so lucky to have someone as gifted as him, um, to play such an iconic character that will live forever, um, I think. So, I'm going to throw it to Fulia before I start crying. So, Fulia, <laughs> um, please, please share with us your thoughts on the the late uh, Sir Michael Gambon.
2: Yeah, it is really sad. When I heard the news, I just it blew my mind, and I was like, that that can't be true, and mm. it was just popping up everywhere, and yeah. Um, I, of yeah, like like you, Kendall. I literally the only thing I really know him from was pretty much Harry Potter, being you know Professor Dumbledore. Um, it was when when the change did happen between two and three. Um, it for me was a little jarring when when that first happened. I was just like, oh, this doesn't seem right, you know. Um, <laughs> but then you know, as the movies went along, you sort of you get used to his performance as Dumbledore and I was like, okay, well, he, he makes, he makes the character believable. So, um, I suppose it worked out for the, you know, it worked out really well. Um, and he was an exceptional Dumbledore and I'd like, I can't really think of anybody else who could really play the role the way that he did. So, um, yeah, I, that, that's pretty much what I really know him from. But, um, when I did a little um, little searching into his uh, into his catalogue of of things that he has worked on, he was also um, and you haven't gotten there yet, Kendall. He's also hmm. in an episode of Doctor Who. Yeah, um, oh. in, a, in a Christmas special, but he's in the Matt Smith era. <laughs> oh, cool.
0: Okay, I'll have that don't, to look yeah, forward don't to. Don't tell her who, who he plays. <laughs> oh
2: no, no, I'm not going to say what it is, but. Ooh. Yeah, he's yeah, he's in the Matt Smith era of the Doctor Doctor Who episodes. Um so you'll you'll get around to, to seeing him there. Um yeah, and I think he only I think that was the only episode that he was in, so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um and yeah, and I remember him from from watching that as well, so uh that was actually pretty cool too, so. Uh yeah, yeah no, he's it's going to be sorely missed definitely. Big actor. The other things that I did uh, did I that I did notice um, in his catalog of acting is he's done a lot of voice acting too, uh, including video game voice acting, uh, especially in um, the Elder Scrolls Online Ah. as the Prophet,
3: Um,
2: Uh. which is a really which is really interesting, and and you can you can understand why with that kind of that tone that that voice of his, very sort of like deep. And you can, you can sort of hear that in any kind of character that has that kind of deep, sultry sort of voice. Mm. Um, it's like, and it's smooth. So, um, yeah. I, I, can, I can see why he was chosen for a lot of different voice acting roles as well. Um, and the fact that he was in video gaming voice acting was actually really cool to, to find out. So, little interesting piece of trivia there, but yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. No, he's definitely going to be missed. I'm very sad that he's gone.
0: Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Michael, yourself, um, how are you feeling about um, the loss of Sir Michael Gambon?
1: Yeah, pretty bummed. I mean, he was pretty much a prolific um, um, actor. Like, he won a couple of Olivier Awards as well because he was oh. like, classically trained and all that. And. He, yeah, he did have that voice, and he and he's Irish too. So, so mm. he sort of has that sort of um, uh, mythical sort sort of sounding voice that he has. And um, uh, if you remember um, uh, Jim Henson's The Storyteller, he he wasn't the storyteller with at at the start. That was John Hurt, which also sadly missed. Mm. Um, he was in the le- he was in a later like spin-off series it, it was dealing with uh, greek myths and all that so he um he was like the storyteller for for the greek myths of the sides of the storyteller from Jim Henson so oh, that, nice. about the first movie that i saw i i saw him in wasn't harry potter uh it was toys he he played um oh. uh um he played Mm, he plays uh Robin Williamson's character's brother. Um if you've seen that movie, he he's like a uh, he's like a soldier guy. Um, cuz uh, there was cause the main father died and it was a and and he went off to be a soldier uh but he he was the older, so the toy company uh went to him instead of um uh, his younger brother who's who's Robin Williams and he plays a Robin Williams character um <laughs> so and and so he hasn't grown up so I remember him from that and uh without knowing that so mm. yeah yeah it was yeah. It's really sad that um, he, he's passed because he, he was, he, he, as I said, he was prolific and he, he, was, an, he was an awesome character actor as well. Um, he was also in King's Speech as well. Yeah, he, he pl- was. He yeah. played older George mm. who, who wasn't quite, um, who yeah. Yeah, I don't know what to say. I'm just pretty bummed that we lost another legend annoying
0: yeah we seem to be losing too many of them this year Mm. Mm.
1: our childhood is dying
0: our childhood is dying yeah Uh, all right uh let's kick things pick things up shall we as we move into the rest of the news because we've got some really cool things to talk about um mostly just this next thing um because I am so happy and so thrilled to announce uh that the writer's strike has ended What? Um,
3: bravo. What? 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 Yeah, what? What? <laughs> what?
1: What? What? Harry, what do you mean? Harry, did you put your name in the... <laughs> <laughs> Best change Best change
0: <laughs> Yes, yes, yes <laughs> I will say this
1: now, now, I'm sorry to go back but
0: No, no, it's okay Please, go
1: Everyone knows my my, uh, my complicated history with Harry Potter and I'm my former um, fan and hear nor say. But the way that he um, portrayed Dumbledore, I think, is a better Dumbledore than it was in the books. Because if you, re- if you read it now, um, Dumbledore is pretty manipulative and a bad character. <laughs> at least yeah. in, at least there are certain scenes in in the mo- in the movies where you can actually see Dumbledore like confronting like his own his own mistakes his own past mistakes, like him just sitting down and saying it's maddening. It's like he, that's an actor right there, and mm. also a good interpretation for for a character that's deeply deeply flawed. Anyway, yes, writer strike. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well said, well said. Uh, thank you for adding that in. Um, yes, writer strike. It has ended. This uh, sorry.
1: Was... Uh, thank you, Christina, for the like on Facebook.
0: Yeah, thank you, Christina. Um, this was actually the second longest strike uh, of the WGA in um, history. Um, this strike ran for a total of uh, 146 days. That's a long time. So it was, it was, I think it was longer than the one the last time they went on strike. About ten, fifteen years ago, um, so yeah, so it's um, it's great. Uh, actually, I think oh, I'm just misreading it. One forty-eight days, anyway. Um, tomato, tomato, it's fine. But basically, mm. the really great thing about not only well, there's many great things about this coming to an end. Um, is obviously uh, the writers are going to get back to work, working on the things that we we're going to eat up and love and want to see. You know. Um, so that's really great. But of course, the most important, awesome thing about this is the fact that they got a fucking good deal.
1: <laughs> they pretty they got, much got everything that they asked for.
0: They did. They really did. And it is just, it's so nice. I'm like, because I, I part of me thought that the reason, and I'm sure you guys are probably the same, um, the reason that this strike went on so long is because the, the companies, like the AMPTP, just was not going to relent in terms of giving them what they wanted. Like I, I, I wasn't expecting the, the resolution to be this good for the writers. Um, I was expecting it to be more of a meet in the middle situation, but no, it looks like they've gone, no, nah, you can just, you can just have all the stuff. So basically for those who aren't aware, um, uh, it looks like they've got, uh, a minimum wage increases, fucking tick and compensation, uh, in terms of like better residuals as well. Um, uh, including, um, you know, uh, residuals for pertaining to, to streaming, um, which is really important as well. Um, increased pension and health fund rates. Um, improvements to terms for the length of employment and the size of writing teams. Um, so that's really, really great. Um, and then, of course, the other big thing um, is the AI portion of the deal. That was one of the big, big issues. One of the reasons why the actors have, uh, have joined the strike uh, and the um, SAG, SAG after us still striking. Um, there, I think there's a meeting that's happening tomorrow our time. I think or overnight our time, um, October second. They're gonna have a meeting, and I don't see what happens. I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't expect the the, the actors' to strike to last much longer, just based on the ending of this. But we'll, yeah. we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But basically, in terms of the AI. Um, <clears throat> Uh, Apparently, uh, the agreement doesn't prevent writers or productions from making use of generative AI, but it prohibits using software to reduce or eliminate writers and their pay. Um, A writer can choose to use AI when performing writing services if the company consents, and provided that the writer follows applicable company policies, but the company can't require the writer to use AI software, for example, something like ChatGPT, uh, when performing its writing services. So the writers don't have to use AI. Um, if you know, they can't be forced into doing it, which is really good. Uh, and additionally, the WGA reserves the right to assert that exploitation of writers material to train AI is prohibited by MBA or other law. Um, which that is the fucking best. (laughs) That is the fucking best. That is the, that is the, the nugget that really makes this so good. Um, yeah, so it's just yeah, it's just the best possible of outcomes, uh, especially after them striking for so fucking long. They've been on strike since May. It's been nearly five months. It's such a long time, um, and I'm I'm really excited um, for you know for, for them to be getting what they're owed. Let's just uh, take a moment to 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 be happy for them. Um, yeah. No, it's, it's awesome. So fingers crossed the actors come to an, uh, an agreement with AMT, uh, AMPTP it all and it resolves itself soon. Um, but, yeah, it's good good news. Step one, it's done. Um, Fulia, how are you feeling about, about this? Does this? Does this make you excited?
2: It does make me happy to know that the writers are getting what they deserve. Yes. Um, and, and the fact that it's everything that they've listed is even better. Um, oh, yeah. you know, because it's just, it's just so unfortunate that they've had to go through this and the fact that, mm-hmm. you know, that 140 odd days is not, it's not a short amount of time. And that's an amount of time that they could have been working and earning,
3: mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm.
2: So they've like, they've done a good thing by doing, going about this strike, but, but at the same time, they've just lost a lot of work time essentially, as well, Um, which is really unfortunate for them, Um, but I'm still happy that, you know, they've finally come to an agreement, and that they're actually now getting the amount of money that they deserve, you know, everything else is probably just a bonus now, Um, and yeah, like, now they can go back to doing what they love doing um, in terms of their jobs, and, and, yeah, give us, like, amazing content like they have been in the past already. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what they bring to the table now in terms of work. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how that goes.
0: Yeah. We shall see indeed. Thank you very much. Mm. Yes. Michael, Lou. Um, your thoughts on the strike coming to an end?
1: Everything going good. Um, And, yeah, I'm thinking the actors... Uh, it's not going to be long for them to get what they get as well Uh, because of this uh, because of the writers um, getting what they want because essentially everything that they try uh, everything that the companies were trying to do like trying to like get public opinion is like no the the public are on their side so they need to somehow finish it so yeah, it's not going to be long until, until this whole thing is is done and then gaming strike
2: no yeah more, yeah no more playing yeah.
1: games fulia you're gonna have,
2: no, no you're gonna no.
1: Have, you're gonna have to play uno or something Live.
2: <laughs> <laughs> tabletop games yeah
1: solitaire real solitaire yeah. <laughs> Another... i think
2: the the gaming side of things is more pertaining to the voice actors i would say mostly
1: mm. yeah um yeah either that or developers i can't remember but also yeah because now now there's going to be a union for um certain uh visual effects artists as well Mm. like like for marvel and and i think warner brothers as well as well i can't remember but one of my favorite things that ever come out of this is uh one of the uh things is writers will get to know um the viewing figures with streaming as well, so they can, so they can uh, figure out how much they're going to be getting because of each view is by whatever metric, and and the uh, streaming services aren't going to like uh, say, yeah, it's going well, it's number one in your local area. It's like, well, by how much? By how much? Vague. Yeah. You can make up your own mind. It's like, ah, oh, we're not—we're gonna finish doing this, but it was very popular. It's like, yeah, but not according to our metric. What is your metric? We're not saying. So, writers are going to ha- have that. And my thing is, yeah, that—that that shit's going to get leaked, and <laughs> every time, and. Mm. And people are going to call bullshit. And it's like, yes, that's that's a good power. And uh, a little bit of a leaky. Good. Good for leaks. <laughs> so I'm happy. Happy for them. And still union strong. One part of the strike is finished, but we're still striking on.
0: So. Yes, that's true. Yes. Pay your actors.
1: Hmm, Actors now
0: actors just actors now (laughs) the writers have their money the actors need it as well Uh, all right good 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 let's move on to uh some other news we've got some dc related news um recently james gunn um made some clarifications around his uh, dcu uh, basically in terms of what's canon because there has been And we've talked about it before. There has been a lot of confusion, of course, regarding, um, you know, what's, what's still canon in terms of from DCEU. Um, you know the dead universe now I suppose um, huh. uh, you know what's 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 still going because like you know with blue beetle um, which I still haven't watched <laughs> um, blue beetle uh, was supposed to be a, sort of a soft start for the DCU um, I think that's what was said and obviously um, peacemaker is getting a second season um, so yeah there's just we're just I'm just not sure, James, what's going on. But basically, um he has confirmed that um we will be seeing again uh John John Cena, uh Joel and uh Viola Davis returning as Peacemaker, Blue Beetle and Amanda Waller, respectively. Um he was posting on threads about it. James Gunn, um, he says that the DCU canon will begin with the animated series Creature Commandos. That's going to be the first, apparently first official thing that's going to come out. um, And then Superman Legacy after that. Um, But he also stated, and this is the part where I find, I find still find a little confusing. He's like um, any previous content that's currently released, for example Blue Beetle, is not going to be required viewing. Um, But apparently he's still going to be a thing so it's what mm, okay i don't know don't know i'm like it's it's one or the other i'm confused I, yeah it's, it's literally one or the other um it's, it's a
1: subtle <laughs> way of saying well anything that's under my umbrella is canon so take it if you will and i need to shut up because the company says well you need to promote this because you know you're part of part of D, the dc stuff now even though yeah. you're not part of this. And it's like, and we need to get people bums on seats. And it's like, yeah, I'll tentatively say it's part of it. <laughs> so.
0: Well, um, a, a direct quote from James Gunn here. He says, I think it's okay to be confused on what's happening in the DCU since no one has seen anything from the DCU yet. I'm like, okay.
1: As, <laughs> yeah. As I said, uh, yeah. I've been told by, by, uh, WB, um, yeah, go see this movie. Even though I've got nothing to do with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, nothing. He goes on to say, nothing is canon until Creature Commandos uh, next year, a sort of aperitif to the DCU, and then a deeper dive into the universe with Superman legacy after that. It's a very human drive to want to understand everything all the time, but I think it's okay to be confused, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and yes, some actors will be playing characters they've played in other stories and some plot points might be consistent with plot points from dozens of films, shows and animated projects that have come from DC in the past. But nothing is canon until Commandos and Legacy. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: Until I say.
0: Yes, until I say. I uh, Yeah. Uh, um, he also so go kinda... see
1: Blue Beetle, go see Aquaman, doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. He also kind of added um, that there'll be more to come now that the strike um, is over, um, so that's that's really really good. Um, so he says, uh, look out for more news in the not too distant future um, regarding the DCU going forward. So, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think this is a great clarification because, like you've said, Mike, it's like it it just really feels like it's you know. Warner Brothers sticking their their noses in just being like you know these characters are you know established so go you you don't have to go watch our stuff but please go watch our stuff um yeah I don't know it's I still think the whole thing's just a fucking mess and I'm just I'm just going I'm just taking it with all with a grain of salt like I have no i I've heard very I've heard very mixed things about Blue Beetle um so I don't even know if I'll go to the movies and see it to be honest, um, but which is a shame because I really want to, I do want to watch it but I just don't know if I'll go to the movies maybe I'll wait for it to come on streaming but um, I don't know yeah, I don't know, we'll see Ac- I mean we talked about Aquaman the Aquaman trailer and how it, they're basically ripping off Thor The Dark World as well, so it's just <laughs> it's all a bit it's all a bit of a shambles the uh, DCEU is coming to a messy and grinding halt um, as James Gunn steps in but anyway um, Fulia, I, you, you, you said you were confused as well. Um, I don't blame you. Um, do you want to expand on that a bit? I know you're, you're the outlier here when it comes to DC content, but I'm sure this doesn't make you want to jump in and start watching anything. Does it?
2: Not really. No.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like I'm, I'm the type of person that, you know, if, if I, if something looks good, I'll watch it. Um, and I've seen Aquaman, I've seen Wonder Woman. i seen maybe random bits and pieces of Batman. Um, I'm just not really fully immersed into the the DC universe myself um, just because I've never really grown up with it. So um, the only thing that I do remember growing up with DC is the Superman cartoons. And they were like really old cartoons from like the 50s or 60s, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were the only things that I would really that that i really associated with in terms of dc um anything else was meh to me um i'm not like what that statement pretty much confused me even more because <laughs> i'm yeah. like well are they are they going to be are they are they going to be canon or are they not going to be canon like you, i need i need to know if i'm if you want someone like me who's not really into dc to be involved with it you know like, if you want me to watch the movies, I need a convincing argument to say you need to watch the movies for this reason. So, at this point in time, I, I don't think I'll be going into it. I'm probably just going to be watching random movies. I might go see Aquaman 2 when that comes out. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but other than that, nothing else really interests me. <laughs> no, nah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, that's totally
0: fine. Who knows? Maybe when they start, you know, we start getting trailers for Superman Legacy in a year or so from now, um, things may change. Fingers crossed. Mm. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. I'm not holding. I'm not holding breath at all no, on this. No, no. <laughs> good. Thank you, Folia, Michael. Um, you are the biggest of DC fanboys. Um, please, what are your <laughs> thoughts on all of this? Do you are you are you confused? Are you not surprised? Are you what? What are you?
1: Not really surprised. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's movies that were going to come out and they need to come out to get some money back. So the way I see it, it's a bit like in the MCU where it's mm, it's sort of canon but not. It's sort of like the X-Men universe when it comes to MCU. Mm-hmm. It's, you yeah. don't have to watch it, but if you want to be a completionist, watch it. So, uh, Kendall... You need to be watching it if you want to be a proper fan.
0: <laughs> I mean I'll I'll watch it. I mean I, I still haven't watched Black Adam though. So I don't Same.
1: know.
3: Shame. <laughs> do I do?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly I'm kinda miffed at the rock after the way that was handled. With, with the whole Shazam thing and yeah anyway anyway we've talked about that before let's let's move on to our, our final item in the news um which is very interesting and as an award season purist myself I don't know how I feel about this but hey I'm open to new things even though this just really feels like the Hollywood foreign press going ratings give us attention which see look we're trying to be inclusive okay okay all right Um, They've added two more categories to the Golden Globes, um, starting from next year. Um, This kind of harkens back to when the Oscars um, tried to bring in sort of a a couple of crowd-favorite voting things, like a most popular movie or whatever they did, and then all the Snyder fanboys voted for fucking Dawn of the Dead. Uh, Sorry, not Dawn of the Dead. What was it called? Fucking the one on Netflix. Army of Darkness. No, uh, yeah, Army of the Dead. Zami,
1: yeah. Sam anyway. like that. Dave Whatever. Batista.
0: Yeah, Batista, <laughs> Zombies, Vegas. Anyway, um, so basically, the the two new categories that they're adding in um, these are best blockbuster and best performance in stand up comedy. Um, now, I, I really like the inclusion of the stand up comedy to to the Golden Globes. I will say that that gets the seal of approval from me. Um, Because, you know, stand-up is such a, you know, an important part of entertainment. Um, You know, we recognize comedic TV shows and comedic films. Um, You know, people watch just as much stand-up as they do movies and shows. And, you know, I know Folia, you're you're a huge stand-up fan, similar to myself, probably bigger. Um, So it's really cool that it will give... And it will give, like, you know, comedians that are up and coming maybe even, like, a better chance to, like, get in get into the spotlight get some attention just you know out of a nomination you know um, so I think that's I think that's really good the the blockbuster award is kind of head scratchy um, to me but um what's the description for it well uh, I was just about to read that out um, yes. <laughs> <So glowing. laughs> thank you thank you so uh, basically um, it's gonna be going to come down to eight films in the category. Um, They'll be nominated regardless of whether they premiered in theatres or on streaming platforms. So it could be something from from Apple or Amazon or Netflix that gets a a nomination alongside something in the cinema. Um, Basically to be eligible though uh, as well you need to have grossed at least $150 during release and uh a hundred million of that must come from domestic box office so u.s box office um or i i mean i would say that's i don't know how that's going to work for foreign films um like for other other films like that premiered like in other in other markets i don't know what that means but i'm guessing it just means american um as for films that premiered on netflix hulu and other streaming services data gathered from recognized industry sources Will be considered when determining their eligibility, especially for movies that garnered vast viewership. Um, so, for this year's ceremony, we are—I'm uh, pretty confident that there's going to be films like Barbie, um, you know, Oppenheimer, Mario, Guardians Volume Three. Um, yeah, there's going to be some of some of the movies, some of the movies, some of the bi- the year's biggest movies um, are going to get a nomination. So um as for the stand up category um it's uh, a six st- uh, six comedians uh six nominations in that category so um the programs must be released on a recognized media platform and individual social media accounts will not be considered so uh if say if, if it's something put on TikTok or you know whatever it's not going to be counted um that makes a lot of sense so yeah um yeah so we'll see we'll see how it goes um yeah. Again, I think it's good to give comics uh, the recognition they deserve. Um, but yeah, I don't know about the blockbuster. I'm. one. We'll, i do not think. It, I don't think it'll last. But hey, it's fine. It's fine. Um, it's just they're just you know gold statues that don't really mean much to some people. Anyway, Folia. <laughs> <laughs> what do you What do you think? What do you think about this? Does this do anything for you? Does this Anything?
2: Um, I'm actually quite happy about the fact that stand-up comedy is being recognized because that's been around for many, many decades. And I'm I'm surprised that they haven't given them some form of a an, an award or recognition for that particular category. Or even if, like, I'm sure that there are awards um, surrounding stand-up comedians um, at certain comedic festivals. Because um, I know that, when you like hear international the the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, they have their own little awards ceremony by the end of it. Um, they do that with um, I'm assuming they probably do that with the one that's over in Montreal. I think Just for Laughs. I think. Um, so generally, generally they will do their own during the festival season. But when it comes to something as big as the Golden Globes, like I'm surprised that that hasn't been recognised in earlier years. Um, so I'm glad to see that stand-up's actually getting a recognition of sorts um, because there are so many amazing stand-up comedians that really deserve, you know, accolades for their performances because, you're, because they are part of entertainment. They are the ones that are out there trying to give people more positivity in their life, getting people to laugh, you know, and it's it's what we need more of in this world we need more laughter we need more comedy and mm-hmm. stand-up comedians are great with that and especially the ones that are really good at storytelling um within their performances and that and most of the time these stand-up comedians do sell out shows so yeah you know they really deserve to be recognized for the work that they do, because not only are they up there performing their work, they're the ones who actually have to produce and write it too.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So you know it's, um, and then you've got the ones that do a lot of like the like the physical comedy, and they have to you know rehearse those type of you know comedic moments and all that sort of stuff. So stand up comedy is really important in entertainment and i'm glad that that is a category that's being recognized as for the blockbuster one look honestly if this was around earlier on i i feel like we'd see more marvel movies be recognized <laughs> <laughs> uh especially especially you know like end game would have been one of those ones that would have been up there um and then mm. yeah um i i feel like um maybe maybe some of the Star Wars movies could have been up there too. Um it's just, you know, say same same as say the stand up one, like Blockbuster should have come in earlier, but the fact that there's a criteria for it in terms of, you know, how much they have to make in the box office to even be applicable to apply. Mm. Um it I don't know. Like it feels it feels a little uh kind of unfair for some other movies that are being released like up against the bigger ones that do reach those particular numbers and some that are really good but they don't reach those numbers mm. Um but at the same time like a blockbuster could really be anything like it could be any movie to be honest it doesn't like there's no real genre to it it's just mostly a whoever makes the most money award essentially
0: yeah yeah, basically, yeah. and then I was just—well, yeah. uh, I was just gonna say—I was thinking, I'm like, so do they pick? How do they pick the best one? Because it's not cause it would be a foregone conclusion if it was whoever made the most money. So it must be like you make above this amount of money, and
2: then we pick the best movie. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, okay. I don't know. It's weird.
2: Yeah, um, like yeah, that blockbuster one. I'm kind of with you, Kendall. It's a, it's a little iffy, but. I don't know. We'll see. I, 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 I feel like it's not going to last long either, so... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. find out sooner or later.
0: <laughs> we will. We surely will. Um, yeah. Mike, um, I know how you feel about awards... Uh, yeah. ...award shows, um, but I'm curious if you have any thoughts on this.
1: This is so dumb. Um, <laughs> <laughs> first of all, if, if you take comedy really, really seriously you you're in it for the wrong reasons <laughs> um, like um, each did their own but rewards for a comedy show is, is not really needed because comedy is so subjective i mean yeah how how would you judge that i mean oh this one's good this one's like there's there's different sorts of stand up comedy i mean yeah. You, you've got, like, Hannah Gatsby and Nanette was a, a phenomenal thing. But then mm. you, you got the other side it's like, well, Dave Chappelle can do stuff, but they're completely polar opposites in the way they, that they perform and all that, mm, mm-hmm. and the sort of style. So I don't know how you would, like, judge them on that particular way. And with the blockbusters, yeah, I could sort of see what, they're trying to do they, they they are trying to get like people to be more interested in the reward shows because every year uh viewership keeps on going down and less interest and they're trying trying to say hey well we need to get the young people back in and say like, hello fellow kids uh, did you like the new marvel movie well it's nominated for an award what for best picture no it's got its own category
3: <laughs> mm,
1: mm. <laughs> yeah so essentially this reward is not really for blockbusters it's for most popular and mostly for genre slash franchise slash yeah i mean cool to get recognition but doesn't really matter because essentially rewards uh there's only one thing i like about reward shows it's it it it, uh showcases like like the art house films and all all that Mm. the ones that don't really have much of a budget for promotion and you you can and and do that and sometimes it can be manipulated and you know shakespearean love comes to mind and (laughs) best picture really
0: no, <laughs> yeah. really, really. Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs>
1: politics. Anyway, mm. yeah. So I don't watch it anyway. So it's it's
3: mm,
1: no skin off my nose. So cool. cool. At least At least uh, the writers are back to write something. <laughs>
0: Yes, something that might go on to win a best blockbuster Golden Globe. <laughs> yeah. Lord. All right. Let's move on. That's the nerdy news. Done. Yeah, We're, done. We're done. We're done. We're um, done. Now comes a part of the show I am looking forward to do, getting into, and that is, of course, us rolling on up to the trailer park.
1: Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers.
0: Hee-haw cool trailer park time um we've stuffed it again full to the brim for trailers to talk about uh this week uh because you know we're all on the doctor who train now all of us um,
3: <laughs> I'm pointing Hoo,
0: Who uh, <laughs> <laughs> um and we didn't really talk about it last week uh the doctor who 60th anniversary special uh trailer full trailer dropped um And, uh, yeah, it's like you, like you said to me last week, Mike, um, it doesn't really like expand too much into, you know, more than what we already kind of really knew, but it, I will say as someone who is like coming into it, obviously very fresh, um, I'm, I'm so hyped for this Mm. (laughs) and now, and now I have an end goal. Like I need to, like, I know I'm in middle of season two, and I've still I've got like a month and a half, essentially, I think. We don't I don't think we know the exact release date yet, do we? No. Nah,
1: I still do no. it's, like it's,
0: it's it's November, but it's yeah. So I've and got like end
1: half a, of November, yeah.
0: At me- mi- yeah, at minimum I've got a month. At at most I've got you know, eight weeks. Um but uh I need to I need to just get to the end of tenant. Tenant, yeah. Yeah. And then I should be good to, to go in and, but, but still just even that, so I have seen, like, I have seen some of the Donna Noble stuff, um, from your, you know, recommended list that you gave me, Mike, um, you know, many moons ago now, but, um, yeah. So I really, I really like, you know, her character from what I've seen and, I don't know the circumstances around her memory erasal and I knew that wasn't a spoiler. I knew that was a thing um, yeah, before that, watching this trailer.
1: <laughs> I was a bit worried about that. He said, well, it does tell you what happens to Donna. So, yeah. damn.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, so I, I did know that. I did know that. But I, I don't know the the context of it. Um, but hearing, you know, hearing the the phrase like, you know, I had to, I had to wipe your memory to save your life sort of thing. And then for it to come back later in the trailer of like, I might not be able to save you this time. I was like, oh no, don't, don't say that. Why would you say that? <laughs> um, but no, this look this looks fantastic from top to bottom. It looks, it was, a, it was a well, well-crafted trailer. Um, the BBC have clearly spared no expense. I suppose they may have some Disney money now given their broadcasting deal or whatever it is. I don't know how that works, but at least for this, it looks it looks really good. Um, they've really taken a lot of care to, to make this look epic as shit. Um, and I'm here for it uh, every step of the way. And and it's funny for me too, watching Tennant do doc, The Doctor, you know, like how many years ago? 2006? 17 years ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, Almost 20 and, almost 20 years ago and here he is again um you know same but different older wiser maybe who knows um and and I just yeah it's just it's just really good it just looks really great I'm so glad that I've started this whole journey into (laughs) into Doctor Who I never thought I would so it's nice it's nice that I have so yeah this trailer was really good for me um I'm, I'm so hyped I can't wait Fulia um your thoughts, please. Did you enjoy this trailer?
2: I did. Oh my goodness, there's a lot happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, it also gave me a, a reminder of of the of the things that happened in in the the Doctor Who series with with Donna Noble in it. Um, oh my gosh, you've got some really heartbreaking episodes coming up.
3: Bring your tissues. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> No. Even
1: even after Donna and doing all the specials, like go up and yeah, essentially go up until his regeneration.
0: Mm, mm. I'm gonna cry. Uh,
2: yeah. Oh yeah. Buckets. Uh. <laughs> Good. Um, Good. Yeah. Or not. No. It's. Oh well, yeah. Depending <laughs> on how you feel, it's fine. <laughs> true. It's fine. Um, I feel like this trailer might have been just a tad too long. Um, just with the amount of stuff that they've shown us now, it just seems like, especially because there's only a special, it's literally just one episode. So they've crammed three. Oh, sorry. Three episodes. Sorry. That's why it's so big. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Um, but I feel like they've crammed in a lot, um, into the trailer. Uh, so it's, it, I don't know. Like it might've been just a tad too long if they condensed it, just like maybe cut off Maybe like ten twenty seconds maybe would have been would have been good um, but no, it like regardless, I'm really looking forward to watching this i just I can't wait, and then the fact that once once this special is done, we get to see a regeneration of the gatois. yes that 15. was that was a cool
0: final shot, wasn't it, just to see mm. him right at the end, I'm like ooh,
2: yeah. So that's going
3: to be I thought it was just Ken. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice. Zing.
2: Yeah. Nah, no, I'm, I'm excited. I'm very excited.
0: <laughs> nice. All right, all right, Lister, hit it. Your thoughts.
2: Yeah, it's all
1: right. When's it coming up?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, um yes, there there's a couple more stuff that's actually in this than what we've seen we know it's going to be three three episode special so that so there's d- different things we get to see uh, uh, beep the beep being um voiced by the wonderful Miriam Margulies yeah uh, yeah uh, they they had to uh, Announced that because she accidentally, um, she has a autobiography coming out and it, in one of the chapters is like, I'm going to be in Doctor Who <laughs> it's special. It's uh, like, no. oh, crap. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so it's beeped to me. Um, and that character is from the comics that I have not read any, any one of them. So, hmm. uh, but I know of them. So no spoilers here um and also Neil Patrick Harris uh people have been speculating that he's a particular character and those uh predictions were right because they ca- uh, came out to say that Neil Patrick ha- Harris is playing the toy maker now mm. that to- now the toy maker is a, is a villain all the way back in the first doctor's Story, the celestial wow. toy maker. Essentially, this character is a bit of a mischievous character. If you're a Star Trek fan, he's a bit like Q. Oh. Um, he can make his own world. He can. He, he wants people to play with him, and and he makes toys and scenarios. And uh, back in the I want to say sixty, was it sixty six? It came out. Uh, so all the way back when, and the toy maker back then was played by Michael Goth. Ah, oh. yeah, Alfred oh. from yeah. the from the Batman series, Tim Burton the nine, the, yeah, and 90s. Schumacher.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, the linchpin of those four four movies. Yes, yes. So, Oh, that's cool. So a very old villain coming back. I love um, that. For almost fifty years, over fifty years uh, Mm. between drinks. So, so yeah, and it looks really cool. I really enjoy um, the Doctor Donna um, episodes. Probably one of my favorite um, pairings in in New Who, and. A lot of people have said that. And we're going to be very interesting on them just getting the band back together and see what happens. And does her memory come back? We don't know. Because stuff might happen if it does. We don't know. No spoilers here for season four. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. You see, the Doctor has been me too yeah do right nah, not really um yeah, so it looks really cool. I can't wait, and don't know what else to say, but um comes out in November,
0: yep, November
1: on, on freaking Disney plus
0: <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Frickin Disney Plus. Um,
1: or iPlayer if you got a VPN.
0: Yeah, true. Um, did you know they'd release the the titles though? Yes, Mike. For the they did.
1: Yeah, one was uh, uh, the blue something. Yeah. I have them. In,
0: I have them in front of me. Shall I read them out? Yeah. Um, so uh, the first episode. Uh, Beast from the Sky or something. The the Star Beast. Mm. Um, second episode is called Wild Blue Yonder. And the third one is called The Giggle. The
1: Giggle. Mm. The last episode is like, The Giggle.
0: That kind of feels ominous.
1: <laughs> mm. Well. A little yeah.
0: ominous, yes. And then there's going to be a Christmas special, apparently, um, uh, to follow this up.
1: Yeah, tentative Christmas special. Which will no. probably be the first episode for Shudigatua as the
0: Yeah. Doppler. Yeah, that'll be great.
1: So essentially... A four-parter, maybe.
0: Maybe. Maybe. Alright, um, let's move on to our next trailer. Um, this is our first look at Matthew Vaughan's upcoming um, movie, uh, Argyle. Um I wasn't sure about this movie. I've been hearing things about it for a little while. I mean, hello, Henry Cavill. Even with that haircut, yes, please, um, flat top. <laughs> um, but I was like, do Lipa, is she? Is she necessary? Is she one of those singers that can also act? I hope so. Um, she looks. She actually looks alright in this. But I was just like, what is this movie? What is this movie? What is it? And then the fact that this. They've revealed it in this trailer to be very meta, you know, maybe similar to in a way to um, the Lost City from last year with Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. That like you know the cool. author, the author gets embroiled in their own you know their own stuff um, a little bit. But it's there's some seems to be some allusion to her maybe having the gift of prophecy. I don't know because um, the shit she's writing about apparently is coming true um so that's interesting that's an interesting angle but I'm um I can't wait to watch this like I'm 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 actually generally genuinely excited to see this movie this looks like a ton of fun um a a cast for the ages um you know there's some incredible incredible actors in here and some that have worked with my uh, Matthew Vaughan before um on his other stuff like the Kingsman movies for example um and, and and yeah, I just I just I'm a big fan of his his movie making because he does visual feasts so well, and the the trailer um, gave us a really good taste of that what that's going to be, and I'm excited to see some like comedy I guess a comedy spy film but done in a way that only he kind of can. Um, so that's, Kingsman had
1: its funny moments.
0: It did. It did it did. Um, this one looks like a, yeah, different, a a slight, slight different kettle of fish to Kingsman. Um, I think, but, um, and I'm here for Sam Rockwell. I love Sam Rockwell. He's so good. He's, he just, he's the, he's the fucking best. I love him. So (laughs) he's actually, I think he's the main reason I want to watch this is, is for him. Uh, cause he's just freaking phenomenal. Um, but yeah, this looks like a ton of fun. I can't wait to sit down and watch it. Um, What did you think of this, Fulia? What are your thoughts,
2: dude? I'm in. This looks (laughs) like fun. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's very, very similar to the the Kingsman films, and I really enjoyed those. um, Mm. Just in terms of the, just the espionage and the comedy and the, it just, I like sub. I like a good spy movie that has some has some funny moments, and this has got it. And um, it looks like it's gonna be good. Samuel L. Jackson's in this, so that's <laughs> like cool. Um and then we, you know, just, you know, seeing like I did not expect to see John Cena all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. That was is. random. That was <laughs> Um So I'm definitely looking forward to watching this. It's gonna be good popcorn fun, I think. Um I like the idea of it being like you're seeing the story being told, but then you then sort of, ex, you know, zoom out to the fact that it's it's actually a a, a writer, ri- um, writing this story, um, mm. and Bryce Dallas Howard. Like, Yay! come on, <laughs> we love. I love that. She's I love so, that.
0: She's so good.
2: She's so talented. That lady, mm. man. Oh my goodness, she can direct. She can act. So good. Yeah. Um and I just love I just love the idea of it just being just this random person who's writing these stories and then finding out that it's actually coming true. Like mm. she's predict she's predicting future the future and all that sort of stuff in terms of spy things and like who like who would come up with something like that, you know? <laughs> like I know that in In supernatural, they have Metatron who writes out the life of Sam and Dean, obviously. Mm, mm -hmm. But that's only because that's more akin to the Bible in a way, because he's sort of set. He knows what's happening. He's like helping write the story of life, essentially. Yeah, kind of.
1: Because he's an angel or a transformer. (laughs)
2: Metatron. (laughs) If you want to look at it that way, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> More than meets um, the eye. Yeah, and then in the, but in this particular movie, the way that it just you know sort of shows in the trailer, it just it's specifically about espionage. And I'm just like, okay, cool, cool. I um, I'm 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 ready. I'm ready. Let, let me just get my popcorn, and I'm good to go. <laughs> mm. Yeah, looking yeah. forward to it. Nice,
0: awesome. Um, Mike, what did you think of
1: this? This looks like cool. This looks like fun. Uh, shut up and take my money. Um, yep. Yeah, yes. I love all the people that are in it, including Catherine O'Hara as mom.
2: Yes, <laughs> I know. Yeah,
1: so a lot, a lot of big, big wigs and big names in it. And Sam Rockwell is just awesome. No matter what he does, even a little bit role in in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ha <laughs> ah. um, ha. <laughs> yeah, so. I did enjoy Kingsman. I haven't seen the second one, but I've heard bad things, so I need to prepare uh, myself for that.
2: It's okay, yeah, look the first one's the first one's good, first one's the second one was right.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> that's why that, that's why I'm a tentative going,
2: yeah maybe we
0: definitely didn't yeah. definitely didn't need it, I don't think
1: yeah, no. and I still okay. need to see um, the
2: King's man
1: the King's man, and the I never God. I
2: never watched it. Yeah, so... No, I didn't even watch that one either.
1: More King's Man than, than, <laughs> uh, than Golden Shower. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Kick-Ass is just Kick-Ass. Uh, um, maybe not two. Anyway. No, not number he two. Can, number two. <laughs> he can't do sequels. No. <laughs> no. 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 So hopefully there's no sequel to this one because this, <laughs> the first one looks cool. Uh, yeah, um... You, I'm going to take another stab of what, what this is like. Uh, any of you seen uh, Adaptation?
0: No, I know the movie, but I have never seen it.
1: bit like that as well. Um, okay. Nicolas Cage uh, and his twin, Nicolas Cage, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's that sort of movie, uh, is, uh, is a writer who's uh, uh, adapting a a script uh, a screenplay uh, from a book and then uh it's a real book that you can pick up off the shelf and read uh but uh, they they take a huge liberty of there's a backstory of the writer and there's and he, he gets dwelled into like uh maybe she murdered someone and, and all the stuff which is completely not true um, I did it for a piece for adaptation of writing in uni, and it was an awesome film. Uh, yeah, and cool. it's got uh, oh crap, what's her name? Uh, that that well-known atri- actress that Donald Trump says is uh, overrated, Meryl, Meryl Streep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what a pool. Yeah, she's in it as well. <laughs> she she plays the uh, author of the book that uh, uh. Uh, is being at, uh, adapted for a screenplay. And yeah, I highly recommend that movie too. But this is more visually stimulating than the, the than that one because it's 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 great and there's love action and a cat in danger. So I <laughs> wouldn't recommend it for, for, for Wayne. No. No. <laughs> no. He, he he likes cats.
0: Yes he does.
1: Yeah. I'm a dog. <laughs> but bearing in mind I I, I much prefer Freddy than, than than Jason, so there you
3: go.
0: That makes the tracks then. It tracks.
3: It tracks. Ha, 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 ha.
1: <laughs> We're like oil and water.
2: <laughs> and the feud continues. Yes.
3: <laughs>
1: but which one of us is the oil and water? Because one of us is a bottom and <laughs> one of us is a top. Ha ha <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Anyway, this is coming out.
0: Yes, this is coming out. It's going to be on a thing.
1: Yeah, pay your writers. We'll
0: pay, yeah, pay your actors. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> pay your writers, pay your actors. Yes. And, you know, you made a deal with the directors ages ago. Anyway.
0: It's fine. It's uh, fine. It's fine. Okay. Uh, our <clears> third <throat> trailer um, is uh, for a documentary, switching gears up a bit here. Um, but it's something that... Um, I think is is going to bring the feels um, because this is a documentary about the Wiggles. It's called Hot Potato, the story of the Wiggles. Um, and, yeah, it looks like it's just really going <laughs> to... Hopefully, I love it. Um, and Mike, getting into the dance news. Um, cold spaghetti, cold spaghetti. Cold spaghetti. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So it looks like we're we're finally getting into uh, the story of you know not only Australia's greatest um, children entertainment group, but you know one of the best in the world. Um, oh, to, most successful import uh, export. Yes. Yeah. I think it is, isn't it? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm actually I'm I'm really keen to watch this just to see, you know, the the journey, like the beginnings, how it started. Um, you know. And, and like to hear just these snippets of them talk about mental health, and and of course Greg's health struggles that he went through that forced him to leave the group, um, and then what the Wiggles have become now. Um, yeah, I'm 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 really actually really curious to just learn about um, the journey um, and 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 how they went from almost not happening it seems to to a, just a global phenomenon. Um, I I don't really remember how into the wiggles I was when I was a kid um I probably would have been I imagine I'm you know I'm a, a, an Australian kid in the of the 90s so yeah I imagine I probably did like them I remember liking Dorothy I think because I love dinosaurs I was obsessed with dinosaurs when I was little so even the
1: ones I, with tutus
0: yeah, even the ones do do. Um, yeah, but, um, but yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's an iconic piece of uh, Australiana and um, our history um, in terms of Australian entertainment. So um, I f- it feels like required viewing, I think. Um, but yeah, I can't wait. Um, Fulia, what did you
2: make of this? I think I'm going to cry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I got that vibe.
1: But it's a documentary.
2: <laughs> yeah. I know, but it's also, you know, the Wiggles is was our childhood, essentially, when they first sort of became big and prolific. And just, they, you've pretty much summed it all up, Kendall. Like, they are the biggest kids' entertainment group in the world now. And the fact that they're from Australia is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I love that the idea of being a wiggle, it doesn't matter who you are, as long as you have the right attitude towards it. And you love the idea of teaching kids like different things through song and dance, um, which is really cool. Uh, and yeah, I just, I'm kind of curious, like I want to learn more about what happened in the, in the life of the Wiggles, especially when Greg had to step away from the role. Mm. Um, Cause all we know is that he had an illness of sorts when he made the announcement. Um, but I think I was a bit, maybe a bit too young to understand what that really was. Mm. Um, so now, now it's like a good time to, to find out what's going on. The fact that they also went through their own kind of like mental health problems as well um which is a big thing like as an entertainer you have to balance your life and your like your mental health um and it's hard it's really hard so to and especially if you're being a very positive um like performer and for children especially um you can't show the dark side of what's going on in your head to those kids so mm. like I like i'd love to learn about how they were able to push through all that and how they worked through all that so um yeah no i'm i'm really keen keen for this doco
0: mm. yeah. nice that's good to hear i'm not surprised at all actually <laughs> <laughs> um all right michael what about you how are you feeling about this
1: Yes, this looks like a very interesting doco and I want to go see it and it looks like it's going to take place um, all through throughout the Wiggles and then the later half is with uh, the current ones at the moment. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. maybe a doc excuse me, maybe a documentary that my little girl might want to watch as well. Like, yeah. who are these guys I know Anthony but who's, 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 who's. <laughs> like, these were the wiggles no they're not where's Emma she's in it she's in it yeah Emma's
0: I could I could just I could just hear, hear every like hashtag not my wiggles
1: <laughs> people say that now
0: I'm sure they do
1: <laughs> yeah what is <this> diversity <laughs> mm. 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 Oh. too much diversity the wiggles Humans. have gone woke it's like idiots mm, no.
0: stupid they weren't saying that
1: when Emma came up, and then she turned out to be the most popular <laughs> wiggle. So.
0: Oh man! Take that! I do not think, think, think anyone was prepared for for, uh, for Emma domination when she uh, came on the scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
1: remember. I, re, I remember a routine from uh, uh, Tom Gleeson because uh, Anthony was the uh, still the recurring uh, wiggle. It was like, I own you. it's. It says, Imagine, imagine like, the scandals that could come out of that. It's like, no, Emma, you can't drive the car because women can't drive. <laughs> it's all this stuff. <laughs> oh, shit. Because he's commenting on, like, right-wing media and how, yes. how they can go ballistic over the most
0: stupidest thing. Sure can.
1: Anyway, this is coming out on a platform that is yes. still striked.
0: Yes. So we 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 won't say when. This is available, but you know, you can yeah. if you
1: want to look it up, you can Google. It's still Australian content. So.
0: It is Australian content. Yeah, support Australian content, please. Yeah.
1: Yes. Kylie is the pink wiggle. That's right. She she mm. was the pink wiggle. Since mm-hmm. when did we get a pink wiggle? Cuz Kylie. It's
0: Kylie Minogue. Did a thing. Yeah. yeah. She did a <laughs> she she did a thing with them years back. Oh,
1: okay.
2: Yeah. yeah. I must have missed that.
1: <laughs> and?
2: <laughs> All let right.
0: Let's I'm done. On. Sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> let's <laughs> kick on to our, our fourth and final trailer. Yeah. Um, this is the first full trailer for um, the next Disney animator feature uh, by the name of Wish. Um, I, I, I really like the animation in this film. I just want to comment on that. Th- to start, just to say, I, mm. I apparently it was it was uh, um, I think maybe the idea initially was it supposed to be a, a, a classic two D animated movie um, because it's supposed to be sort of like a a movie that's kind of recognizing maybe the hundred years of of uh, Walt Disney Studios, um, but um, they've kind of meshed the two together, mm. um, like, and I think that's really cool. Um, I'm actually on board with that choice. Um, you know, given the things that our modern modern technology can achieve now in terms of animation, what they can do. I mean, hello, Spider-Verse. Um, it's really cool to see Disney uh, branching out into something that's a little bit different um, for them. You know, I mean, P- Pixar obviously have the market in terms of f- fucking just realism in terms of, like, all their backgrounds and things. But, like, yeah, it's nice to see Disney um, making a choice to go, let's do something that's... that's different but it's still us um because this movie feels very very disney and i kind of like the concept of you know because like uh, disney's iconic i guess theme really is you know when you wish upon a star from pinocchio and the fact that this movie is coming out a 100 years after the beginning of disney and it's called wish and it's it's you know and she's making a wish upon a star literally so it's i i think that's really cool um the cast on this too, we've got Ariana DeBose, uh, Oscar winner, Ariana DeBose in the lead role. Um, and, of course, Alan Tudyk. Um, oh, my God.
1: <laughs> doing his <laughs> British person voice.
0: Yes. Yes. Absolutely fantastic. Um, yes, yeah.
2: I'm doing my British person voice. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what he went to Juilliard for. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh I was half expecting when the chicken went big that it would be Alan Tudyk's voice that would start speaking, but you know,
1: that <laughs> was just some kid.
0: Yes, just oh my god! I yeah, I was cacking. Uh, my my dad's like the fa- the fact that yeah ha- the little thing is like my butt did that or whatever the line. Was. <laughs> oh my god, so funny! Um, yeah, yeah. No, this this looks this looks fun. It looks like a a, a nice original story. Um the only thing about the trailer i will say in the negative (laughs) is is just why do they need to remind us what movies they've made (laughs) we know we know we know you made frozen we know you made moana i don't know why you need to point that out um (laughs) but thanks thanks so much for playing um but that's that's a nitpick i just it just amuses me um but yeah i reckon i'll i reckon i'll watch this um I think it's going to be in cinemas. I don't think it's going to be a Disney Plus. Yeah, it's, the, one. it's a theater release. Yeah, it's a theater release. So that's a good thing too. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm curious. I hope it's good. It looks really good. Um, yeah, fingers crossed uh, for a good time. Fulia, I'm dying to know your thoughts as the animation queen of our podcast. Um, how does this one sit with you?
2: Um, it looks cool. I like the art style. It's actually kind of really interesting the way that it, it looks. It's not like your traditional kind of Disney animation that we've seen. And I like that. I like that they're going in a kind of a different direction with it. Um, so the art style, tick for me. I'm happy with that. Uh, the, the characters are interesting. So um, I love the fact that this little tiny little goat... <laughs> he all of a sudden has a deep voice <laughs> <laughs>
3: <That's
2: great. laughs> I love it um and, and I think that's gonna get a good laugh out of the kids especially and and the adults um with with that particular character um the story is going to be interesting as well um I'm kind of curious to see where this sort of ends up because it's it's like it's a father daughter. I don't know feud. I suppose kind of. Um, they're both. They can't. It's a disagreement essentially. Like the father is trying to help people by grant, granting them wishes, but then you find out that he's not granting everybody wishes. It's only like maybe five percent of them, according to yeah. you know. If, I'm I'm putting a number to it, but from what he says in the in the trailer, it's like not all, not um, not some, most, uh, which. You know, leads me to believe that it's a very small number of people that have their wishes granted from him. And I'm like, he's trying. He's so he's he's pretty much in the in the in the role of playing God. Like he has all that power, and he's not like giving everybody their wishes because I suppose in that instance, it's kind of like with Bruce Almighty. Like yeah, he had he had all this power. In just one one little city, but the fact that he was granting wishes left, right, and like, or prayers, I should say, in that movie, mm. Mm. left, right, and center was granting them. It then ended up into chaos. So I kind of feel like this is what this movie is going to be. Like, if you you can't grant everybody their wishes, mm. because you know, if everybody gets what they want, then. It's it. It'll probably end up turning a bit chaotic, and then everybody gets spoiled because they know their wishes are going to get granted, and and they're going to ask for something more exuberant, and, and it's just going to go, you know, just out of whack. Mm. My my wish
1: is I want to kill someone and get away
2: with it. Like that. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. so, I can under- so I can understand the father's point of view in that sense, but it's interesting that they're going in a way that he's looking like the bad person in this movie.
0: Well, I kind of, cause I, I was going to comment. I just, I like the idea that it's like, he's saying that the wishes that are being granted are supposed to benefit their city or whatever. Um, yeah, but you re- i like, and that's what he's saying, but you really, I think, I don't know about you, but I, I, I really got the vibe that it's like, it's what he thinks is best for mm. the city. Um, so I think that the, you know, it, 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 as much as it, like, I love the point you make about like everyone's wishes, if they all got granted, it would just be a shit show. But I I think if the argument between fa- like father and daughter comes down to what, you know, what is best for him in terms of the city versus what is actually best for the city. And that's her argument. That's mm. kind of where I'm thinking the, the movie's gonna okay. go, just based on that. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah. Um yeah, you make a really good point though.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it, it's it's an interesting concept for a Disney movie, mm, mm. this particular sort of story. Uh so I'm I'm very curious to to find out where it all goes. So I am actually intrigued. I'm really curious, so I'm looking forward to watching this.
0: Nice. Nice, glad yeah. to hear it. Um Michael, um you have childrens. Are you going to be taking them to see this?
1: Uh, possibly. Um, probably um, the older one, definitely. Uh, I show, showed her the uh, the one that's like oh, that looks interesting. It's like ah, that's good. I I, I don't really think much of it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
1: I I don't know. It's a, it's sort of I've seen stuff like this before and. Hopefully, there's another trailer to get more into the story. Uh, but yeah, it looks like it has a bit of a moral, uh, moral quandary that's probably good. It's like you can't, you can't, you can't. You know, it's the um, Rolling Stones. You can't always get what you want, but if you try sometimes, you might find you get something satisfactory. Anyway, um. <laughs> Yeah, Alan Tudyk is doing his uh, British person voice. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Here nor there. Um, <laughs> will mm. they do a bad guy this time? I think. I think the way that uh, Disney is going, they they're not really doing bad guys anymore. It's just um, situations that are terrible yeah cuz one person thinks one way and one person thinks another way and they sort of uh, team up at the end who's like it's good but sometimes we need to disf- you know figure out who's really bad 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 because that's bad. what life is we have bad mm-hmm. people yeah bad people sometimes yep we do have bad people sometimes and sometimes they need to be called out and maybe the king is more leaning towards to being the bad person but maybe they reconcile it at the end. we don't know that's why i need another trailer because it's still too vague for me but it, yeah definitely one of those bring the kids bring the kids they need to watch it because it's disney and it's always good and i do like the animation too because i've sort of seen this concept before, it's uh, 3D models but on the 3D models it's drawn on uh, figures um, facial fe- features and I don't mind that it looks pretty Looks pretty. it's borderline retro sort of new agey sort of mixture of both and I like it too sweet, anyway this comes out
0: <laughs> yeah at some point it's coming yeah, out at some point some yeah. point some point, which we will maybe tell you if the actor's strike is over by the time the next trailer comes out. Yeah, probably next week. <laughs> yeah, probably. Tell next the truth. Week, yes. Yep, I think you might be right. All right. Um, trailer park is done and dusted, uh, which means, of course, it is now time Ooh. for the moment. Disney. The section. Stuff. The segment. Wars. The part.
1: In the stars. The place. Mm.
0: the s- spot in the show we like to call Popcorn Culture. Oh, yes, it's Popcorn Culture time. It's popcorn it is, it is, time. it is, it is. It is, it is. And we are here, of course, to discuss um, the penultimate episode of Ahsoka, Dreams and Madness, episode seven um, of the first season. Um Yes, yes, we're, we're we're getting into the the end of our story of season one. Um, and uh, yeah, um, my my initial thoughts, my takeaways. This is this is good. I think I liked I think I liked last week's episode better. Maybe I'm trying to remember. I think so. Um, but at least you know we got some we got a little bit more Ahsoka this time around. Um, there was some cool cool action set pieces that took place um, that that were good and um, you know, a little bit more development in terms of the story. Um, you know, we got to see a lot more Ezra Bridger this episode, which was, which was great. Um, and some interesting things going on with, with Balin's skull, if that's, you know, interesting is the right word, but, um, but, but yeah, he's a very intriguing character. I just continues to be my favorite. Um, yes. So and then Thrawn just you know gearing up to return and conquer. Um, so I think yeah I think we're in for a, one hell of a, a hell of a finale next week. Um, the only criticism I will say before I throw it to Fulia um, is that I just like literally the first thing my one of my mates said to me after he watched it and uh, I said the same thing. I went back to him when I finished. They should have not dragged out the first three episodes. We should, we should have, they should have compressed that into like one, maybe two episodes and then dragged this shit out because the back end stuff that we've had ever since that first Anakin episode, it's the show has been on the fucking money for me. It has been, let's fucking go. I'm here for this. This is the Star Wars I came to see. Um, and it just sucks that we're getting towards the end of the first season with, and this good, like really cool storytelling and really cool visual stuff that we're seeing is just, is happening now and it should have been happening earlier. Um, but that's just my opinion. Anyway, I don't know if you guys will agree with me or not on that, but, um, we'll find out, uh, Fulia, your, your thoughts, please on, on
2: this episode. What did you think? Um, I felt like it was, uh, it was an all right episode. Um, they gave us a lot more info, um, in regards to what's happening with the characters. Um, I, you know, got, you know, the fact that we get to hear from Ezra a little bit more mm. is kind of cool too. Mm,
3: mm-hmm. um,
2: and then getting to see him have a little fight as well. Not using anything but the force. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was cool. Uh, and then, yeah, it's just um uh, the the, the the things that Balin Skull's been saying it's been interesting. One particular one particular quote that really that I really thought was actually really cool and but also very true um, is he said that impatience for victory will guarantee defeat.
0: Yeah. And it
2: is so true. I like that it quote. It is so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I really love that quote. Um and like that could mean so many different things to, to so many different people. Um, and in, in this instance, it's like it's clear that if um, Shin ends up getting to a point where she's frustrated and, and she's losing and she's getting frustrated that she's losing, then she's not going to win at all. Um, so that was kind of like a nice little parting. Wisdom that he's given her mm. um, and I kind of like that uh, but in terms of the overall episode uh like a lot happened without it being too much, so it was it was a nice balance and i I kind of and I enjoyed that, so yeah,
0: yeah it was a good cool. episode yeah, nice, Michael, what did you think
1: um I did enjoy this episode, um sort of setting back to something uh a bit more nuance and more characters talking to other characters which is good. I don't mind a, p- a chat every now and again but yeah. The way I sort of predicted was probably wrong because uh, I thought something uh awful might happened in this one and then we get we jump right into the uh end of the other one because Essentially, that's what mm, sort of Mandalorian sort of did. It's like s- something really bad happens in the Panova Tournament episode and then we go running right into the finale. But in this one, it sort of ended nicely and is like, yes, we're time to go home. It's like, oh, okay, this has clinched it for me. There's going to be a second season. Yeah. Because there is so much stuff that they need to put into the next episode. I don't think they're going to be doing that. I think they're going to be going back to uh, the Star Wars galaxy and not this one, and maybe that's it. And then it's going to lead into a second season or whatever. Because no way they're they're not going to do a second season because Mm. surely, yeah... So people say it's mixed it's like there's a lot of leg work that you have to do to actually get these char- characters and that's why everyone's favorite including uh, dare I say mine as well as Balin and Shin are probably the characters that people latched on to because they're new and they're different mm-hmm. and and you don't know their backstory purposely but the rest of them uh, they're going off uh, other episodes of a cartoon that came out like ten years ago also mm. and yeah that's why I'm thinking it's probably going to be a second season but having said that um seeing Ezra f- properly for the first time yeah it's Ezra from the TV show he do- he does quips <laughs> much to the chagrin of other people <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: so yeah and the way uh, and yeah his fighting style is different because you know he spent nine years without without a lightsaber so he needed to train somehow so his main training is with the force itself so cool that they're doing character growth even though we haven't seen him for ages and Mm. yeah and thorns being uh, this this is a thrawn that is like in the in, in the Rebels series of uh, conniving and actually knows what he's doing and uh, plenty of steps ahead of ev- everyone else. Yeah. And this is the Thrawn. This is the Thrawn. 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 Thrawn.
3: <laughs>
1: and the prediction of the uh, Stormtroopers being dead is wrong. Oh? Yeah, because when, when they get slashed up, there's no green smoke coming out of them.
0: Oh, yeah, true. I didn't even think of that should have clicked under yeah. that okay That's so right.
1: they they are real people okay. they are real battered army people who are under this, under the cult of throne because what else mm. what else do you do for nine years? just follow a leader, and all the yeah. usurpers are probably dead, <laughs> so all the loyal or loyal people are there now who are alive,
0: yeah,
1: and probably and we still don't know what's in those caskets. No. Mm. Mm. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, maybe we'll find out next week. Yeah. No. Maybe we will. Um. Well. Um. We we only get to see Hera once in this episode. Um. But it's in a very interesting scene that um I didn't expect. Um. It, I think it was the entire cold open, wasn't it? it was yeah. um this scene on Coruscant um with Hera you know facing the the new republic uh council senate whatever you want to call them disciplinary um, hearing disciplinary hearing uh, headed by Mon Mothma um and uh yeah and she's you know pleading her case as to you know what what went on um you know um, and I like, I love how that Carson Tavor was there to back her up as well. I love, I, he's, he's a great addition to the canon. I think mm. I really, I think he's a great character. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's a bit of fun and I, I adored Chopper in the background too, taking offense. <laughs> uh, that was, that was very funny. Um, that was very funny, but.
1: You know, you, you know, did you see the captions as well? No, I, I don't, no. I don't watch the captions. Uh, he says, it's like, I'll kill your whole family.
0: Is that what he says? No. (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: But it's something that Chopper would say.
0: um, Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Chopper... I I don't know if you've made this analogy before, but I feel like Chopper's like Kenny on South Park. Like, he just... You don't know... You can't hear what he's saying, but you know it's bad.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And he's a sadistic war criminal that kills everyone. Yeah. Tries to kill Ezra a couple of times. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) And yet I adore him. Um, Anywho's... Uh, speaking of droids, um, there was there was a certain cameo from a certain droid in this episode that I don't think mm. any of us, any no. Of us expected. Uh, no, so, not at all. Yeah, so I lost my ever-loving mind uh, the second I saw and heard um, C-3PO um, with a performance by Anthony Daniels, the one and only. Um, just, holy crap. Um I mean, obviously, it makes sense. It's not entirely out of left field for the canon because um, Leia was, you know, uh, not only she's she's been mentioned already in this show, but um, you know, she played a part, a small part in Rebels, I believe, because um, you know, I obviously, I haven't watched it, but my understanding is that she was involved in it, in some of the stuff that went on. Um, yeah. But um. But yeah. But yeah. To see to see C uh, C three PO come into this and and defend Hera and basically have Leia sort of save the day, um, you know, and get get Hera out of trouble. Um, which um was yeah, it was it was really, really well done and um, you know, I'd liked Mon Mothma's little like there's no way this is actually you actually pulled this off and it's like, Yeah, well she she did approve it, she just didn't approve it initially.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Um
0: Yeah. I thought I Time thought lines was, a bit
1: skewed, but yeah,
0: are you do? Yeah. To- I thought it was very well done. But um but yeah, and I and I I don't know about you guys, but I I I know three PO always kind of had this stance. But did he seem like he was leaning back more than he usually does to you guys? I don't know. He seems yeah. to me. I don't know. what I'm that guessing
1: was. it's someone else in the suit.
0: Mm. Yeah,
1: yeah. Anthony Daniels skew. is getting on a bit.
0: Oh, he is. Yes, of course he is. Um, so it's really nice to hear his voice at least. But yeah, um, I wasn't expecting that. How did how did you feel, Fulia, seeing C three PO
2: again? I look, I was just like, I smiled as soon as I, <laughs> as soon as I heard his voice. I'm like, oh, we're going to get C-3PO. Oh my gosh. This is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just, you know, walks on in like he's droid self. And, and so polite too. He's like, may I speak? <laughs> it's like, of course.
3: <laughs> How rude. <laughs>
2: uh man. It was just, yeah. No it was nice to just see him again, like, and the fact that he comes in mentioning the fact that it was Senator Organa who sent him Mm. with this, with, you know, with this information. And (laughs) it was like, okay, Mm. I love a I love a good, you know, mid, mid court sort of bust in and (laughs) come in with evidence and type stuff. So (laughs) yeah,
0: it's always fun.
2: (laughs) So yeah, no, it was, it was good fun to to see him again. Like, yeah, just all smiles with me.
0: Nice, nice. Michael, yourself, any thoughts on on this opening scene and and C-3PO?
1: Yeah, uh, I like the world building and and these are sort of the coming steps of what's going to happen in the uh, sequel trilogy and Mm. how the the Republic is going to fall because they can't do stuff. (laughs) And... And it was it was a nice surprise of having uh, C three PO a a uh, legendary character in in the mythos uh, just doing a little cameo, mm. and also paves the way of there's going to be stuff happening with Leia as well because yeah. we we know the story we just need to find the middle bits of her breaking off from the Republic and doing her own yeah. Getting her own ragtags after, you know, and stuff.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: So they're out there. Maybe she couldn't come because, um, you know, Ben. Actually, Ben would be five years old, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. Don't know the time. Maybe he's born. Maybe she's pregnant. Maybe she she, is. Maybe she is. She's got a solo (laughs) baby. As in one. One baby. Yep, solo. Solo. Going solo.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, well, speaking of um, cameos, um, we got uh, another another glimpse of um, Hayden Christensen as <laughs> as uh, Anakin Skywalker in this episode, very briefly. Um, You're
1: regular now. Go away.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, that made me really happy. You know. Not only just to, like, see him again, but, like, you know, to see him in the, the Clone Wars outfit again and he, lo- he looks so good in it and his performance is just so great. Like, it's so nice, like, for me especially that hasn't seen all of Clone Wars and hasn't really seen myself a lot of um, Anakin, the Jedi master sort of thing. Like, you know, he's her master, right? Um, we I haven't really engaged with that, so it's nice to kind of see him... Like Hayden Christensen, especially, take on this role of Ahsoka's, you know, um, Jedi Master. Um, and yeah, like the fact that he recorded himself, um, you know, throughout all these different training sessions, training videos, whatever, and as, you know, she's doing her, you know, routines, she can listen to him. And, and it, I, you know, I got a little emotional just because it's like, you know I mean after the obviously catharsis we had from episode 5 you know um, and how Ahsoka's changed now because of that but like it's just I just i just get so emotional staring at Anakin Skywalker you know before the fall before his you know journey into the dark side and um, you know to know that he was you know, he was a good. He was a good person. He was a good person. You know, there was still good in him, um, and yeah, uh, Hayden just does such a a great job. So I really liked this opening scene. Um, I because I, I, I wondered too if we were going to get any more um, more Anakin. Because um, I honestly thought episode five was going to be it. So it was a really pleasant surprise to see him pop up um, in this um, full hour. How did you feel about this little this brief little scene we got with um, Anakin again?
2: I honestly I thought it was like he was spirit ghosting in and talking to for Ahsoka half a, yeah. for some reason. For half
0: a second I thought that's what yeah. it was too. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs>
2: um but then I realized that while she was still doing her training, she wasn't really saying anything or interacting with it. Mm. And then I was like, okay, maybe And then and then for some reason I thought, is he calling her through like through their phone system and i'm like no he's dead how is that possible like <laughs> <laughs> um and then you know after the call ended and like the recording ended and i and she mentioned that it was a recording i'm like well that makes more sense
1: <laughs> yeah so technically you're right it is an answering machine and yeah kind of, she yeah. just she just kept it on her phone because you
2: know mm. you know Memories. Memories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um no, it was it was really it was really cool to, to see him sort of going through and talking to her as if uh, you know, she was, you know, right there when he was saying it. Um and yeah, it was just like it was very calming. It was like a little calming effect almost. Um hmm so I yeah no it was it was really good like you could you could tell that he was trying to be the best master that he could be um and the fact that that was also the last message that he recorded for her was also kind of sad as well it's like oh really that was the last thing he said yeah
0: yeah I got the quote in front of me the last thing he's like don't be afraid just remember what I taught you and trust your instincts I know you can do this Ahsoka
2: yeah. Uh,
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> Anakin.
2: Yeah, he he did he did try his best.
0: He did he did, but you know.
2: He didn't have um, the high ground.
0: He did not have the high ground.
1: <laughs>
0: In Star <laughs> Wars, that's all that matters, Mike. Yes. Please go on. Tell tell us your thoughts of um this this brief scene we got of Anakin.
1: Um yeah, it was pleasant. It was good. It didn't really add much because we had a whole episode of her yeah. like reconciling with with Anakin. So I don't know. It was just it it, it was just pleasant. I don't think it actually added anything much. And it, yeah, so it's it's cool to see Aiden Christensen as. Uh, pre uh, episode three, and post episode two, mm. that's sort of a slither in between, and wearing wearing the armor that he wore in in, in the cartoon Clone Wars, so mm. didn't add much, but I can appreciate it being there.
3: Yeah, no,
0: that's fair. That's fair. Um, cool. I don't really know. Where to go next? I just wanted to comment and just say that I, I mean, just I think in terms of like, you know, I, I there was a dog fight that happened. In, I think episode three that I really didn't like. Um, when you know Sabine and Ahsoka had to work together, and Shin Hati and her band of you know fighters were coming after them. I didn't really care too much for that whole thing. But in this episode, um, I just in terms of the action overall, I think it was done really really well like like you know how we we get ahsoka and huyang you know on the, you know there are the whole thing in the uh in the graveyard the purgal graveyard you know it made me think of empire strikes back with like the you know the um you know when they land on the meteor and end up in the worm and all that stuff and then even in um uh episode two i think with with obi-wan when he's trying to outrun jango fett um And, and that's, that stuff's going on. Like just, there's this Mm. kind of uh, ongoing theme of like ships hiding in debris and, um, and stuff. And I kind of, I kind of appreciated that, but yeah, I like, I liked the, the dog fights in this episode and I just love how done Hu Yang is with just everything. (laughs) He's just, (laughs) he's just so good. I just like, you know, that brief discussion about the odds, like another very star Wars trope, you know, um, that was, that was funny. Um, and, um, yeah. And then, but I think my favorite part of the episode was just like the combination of the fighting in the sky versus the fighting on the ground and the way they kind of merged together. Um, you know, with the, 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 you know, hu yang in the sky, so is on the ground fighting, having a rematch with bail skull, which we'll get to. Um, and then, you know, you've got Sabine and Ezra and the, the lovely turtley hermit creatures, <laughs> um you know battling against shin and the stormtroopers um yeah it was just a really nice there's like yeah there was a lot it was a good visual feast there was a lot going on and it, and it all flowed very well i think it was like paced very well and edited together very well mm. um yeah what did you make of it of, of all of that stuff for yeah
2: yeah no it was um it's really good um just the fact that you know they're flying through the... It, it got me a little bit worried when they were flying through all that debris, to be honest. <laughs> oh, the visibility was so bad. Yeah, I was just like, that. that's like driving through fog and thunderstorms. Like, I can't, no. But the fog is uh, physical. Yeah. You're going to hit shit. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Um, but you know what? Ahsoka did such a great job maneuvering through all that. Mm. Uh, the fact that she missed it all—that minefield was insane.
0: I know, it was crazy.
2: That like, honestly, it was as if uh, it was as if we were in an ocean, and it was those you know those those mine those mines you get those underwater, yeah, mm. yeah. or mm-hmm. just like sort of floating like a buoy kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It was like that, um, and like as soon as yeah, um, Hu Yang said that they were slowing down and they had come out of hyperspace and then they could feel that something was wrong. I was mm. just like, yeah, that's that's the assault attack that, that Thrawn had set up. Yeah. Because he said that he wanted to be, you know, a step ahead of Ahsoka. And so n- now that he knows that her master was, uh, um, was Anakin... Mm. He's like, we need to make sure that we are a step ahead because she's going to be just as predictable as he, uh, unpredictable as he is. Yeah. Mm. Um. And so they're like, okay, so that kind of like, how do you anticipate an unpredictable person's moves? You know. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So that's why he's slightly worried.
3: Mm. mm mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And also, did you pick up? He actually asked how many ships are going to be there.
3: Oh. Yeah, I don't remember.
1: Well, is that so that I thought? hmm, You think think she didn't come alone? Because you right. kn- maybe he knows about it. a little bit more than he's letting on. Maybe he knows that Anakin is also Darth Vader. Oh. Mm. Yeah,
2: I I kind of had a feeling that he might have realized that as well.
1: Because that's not common uh, knowledge.
2: No. No. True.
1: And I think in one of the books that came out not too long ago about Leia, uh, that's one of her... Um, it turned out to be an Achilles heel, and people didn't really trust her because people found out that she was the daughter of Darth Vader.
2: Wow.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah. So... Even beyond the grave, Vader is doing stuff.
0: Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yes. Yeah. Um... Yeah, Mike, what did you think of all that? Um all that? the dog fighting the dog and all fight. that. Yeah. All the um, dog fighting and the the fighting on the ground and all that stuff.
1: Yeah. Um I like the little quip that happened Just like, it's all right, the Purgles will save us and then <laughs> they went.
0: I know. Yeah, know. Bye bye. Yeah, there's there's the ticket yeah. out of there.
2: They were like, We're not sticking around here, we're out of here. Cheery bye. Yeah. Which but, made a lot oh. of sense
0: 'cause they were they were being mm. they were being attacked, so um I was not surprised to see them leave at all.
1: Yeah, <laughs> how are we getting home?
0: Hmm.
2: <laughs> mm. They're in another galaxy.
1: going <laughs> think they they're, gonna, be it, s- they're gonna, be gonna get stuck.
0: They're gonna sne- they're nah, they're gonna they're gonna like sneak a- attach themselves to the hyperspace ring, surely, like Millennium Falcon style in um, Empire Strikes Back.
1: Yeah, maybe. Or or <laughs> they or um, because Ezra loves to dress up as Stormtrooper. Yeah, to sneak into <laughs> oh, places. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah maybe that happens. True. Maybe they sneak into the those um, caskets. Maybe they just.
2: He won't know? be able to fit bo- into his cadet helmet anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, he doesn't have that. <laughs> mm. And little beard coming out. Yeah. Little fro. Yeah. yeah. So, the possibilities are endless. And mm. yeah. Um. What else?
0: Um, well, speaking of Ezra, I mean, you know, this is my longest exposure to him as a character. So, um, I'm, I'm really in, enjoying Iman Fundy's performance as Ezra. I think he's, um, like a, a friend, uh, one of my other friends, the one I mentioned earlier that I messaged about, you know, the, uh, plot issues, um, yeah, said that said that like because he's seen all the rebels, he was like he's this guy's nailing it. Like he's doing yeah. <laughs> a really he's doing a really good job of of being uh, the same character but just you know a few years older. And um, yeah, he's really capturing it well. And I'm like, oh, that's really good to hear. Um, and I think I think he's just great. Anyway, he's got such a nice screen presence um, and a, and a great charisma to him. So um, I I really enjoyed a lot of those scenes with him and sabine um you know talking and 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 whatnot and um and then yeah seeing him in action getting to you know you alluded to it earlier but um you know getting to, to see him fight and see him fight in a in a you know in a world where he's had to make do without a lightsaber you know um Like that, I like that little brief discussion of like you know when Sabine is like seriously take it it's yours like and he's like no 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 I gave it to you it's like yeah they're little back and forth I kind of I really Mm. I really enjoyed that. Um, It's all right. I'll do
1: a Luke Skywalker and
0: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did I did it did make me think of um I and I couldn't I couldn't help but laugh but because he was doing these ones and like you know it just made me think of fucking keanu reeves in matrix res- resurrections <laughs> how like that whole movie just seemed like his go-to was like hands up dude hands up neo is just using the force that's how he uh does his thing now um it was hmm? very anyway i didn't like it um, well
2: here's the thing though that's kind of the way that ezra's fighting style and force using style is in rebels
0: yeah. Okay. Well, I, that's from what fu- I'm
2: noticed, from what from what I've noticed as well, yeah. Just okay. from watching the show. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I didn't have a problem with that. Of course, it just yeah. it just reminded me of something that I didn't like. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, so I couldn't help but laugh. But um, but other than that, like I thought it was uh, I thought it was really great. Like I enjoyed um, that whole sequence of them, the two of them fighting the stormtroopers with Shin-Hati coming in, um, like. It was it was awesome. Like it was it was really well choreographed, um, and a lot of fun. And, and then you know, of course, you know the stakes get upped once Ahsoka comes along. Um, um, but yeah, it, that whole sequence uh, I thought was really good. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing more of Ezra Bridger. I'm wondering. I hope he keeps the long hair. Like the beard, I can take or leave. But I like the the hair. Like looks better than he he looks better than he did in that hologram from episode one. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's just and again. Well that's
1: that was just that that was just 480p. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice. Well played. Um <laughs> Fulia, what did you think about um Ezra in this? I, don't, I know you've probably commented on him already, but um do you have any other thoughts? Um,
2: no, it was really it was really nice to uh, to see him wielding the force uh, through those battles. Um and just seeing the fact that he's got all this confidence about him when it comes to fighting. Um, and the fact that he cares about the little turtle, um, yeah. these little turtle friends. So that was kind of cool. And But, you know, it was funny when they first started getting ambushed uh, as they were traveling. The fact that, you know, these, these creatures don't have anything like any kind of weapons to defend themselves, no. because they're they're peaceful creatures, so yeah. they're, they're not really the type to go out of their way to, to fight and survive, you know. Um, so the fact that <laughs> he's like that, you see these little creatures just throwing whatever they can at them, like freaking rocks and saucepans and fry pans, and <laughs> they're like, this is all we've got. <laughs> Yeah. It was interesting. It was, it was really cute too. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: you seen the battle yeah, of really
2: Endor?
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it got mentioned. And Sabine mentioned it. She na- she name dropped it. Yeah. One, which was which was cool.
3: <laughs> Maybe yeah. she
2: was there. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> mm. Um. So yeah, no, the you know seeing seeing Ezra was um was really good, just in terms of just that particular sequence. Of things and you, yeah, you could definitely tell. There's you know, his 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 confidence is definitely you know really high.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah, nice. Um, Mike, did you have any further statements on on Ezra?
1: No, that's what I've said. What I've said. Yeah. Yeah. He's a lot like what he, what he is in the show. Um. Mm. Yeah, and just an older generation. Anyway,
0: um, anyway, um, Bale and Skull. I want to talk about him, um, because you know, again, favorite character. Um, and you know, I, I think what we talked about it last week, Mike. You know, it's very quickly becoming clear now that, like, yes, he just he just wanted to get to this planet. He just wanted to get here for whatever it is. Um, I'm kind of disappointed though that it seems like he's like that him and Shin have kind of parted ways Mm. um that kind of disappoints me but I I get it um you know from a storytelling point of view it kind of makes sense for her character and I like the fact that like Balin had already accepted because he'd already kind of he knew what his path was and he could tell where her path was headed um so I like the fact that he had the you know, the foresight and the, um, uh, wherewithal, I suppose, to, uh, know that and accept that ahead of time. So when it comes to saying, no, no, you're actually, you're going to stick with these guys and I'm going to go over here and do my thing, you know? Um, yeah, I thought that was really cleverly written. Um, so I'm disappointed that they've parted ways, I guess, but, um, but I'm curious to see where it's going to go. Um, but yeah, seeing, getting, having him um, like actually, I wanted to, yeah the, the whole thing with like um, Morgan Elspeth being all like and 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 Thrawn like being very you know curious on him as to what the hell he's doing because he's like you know they can see that he's separated from the main group and he's clearly doing his own thing that was that was really fascinating but um but yeah and then a surprise rematch with with him and Ahsoka I wasn't expecting that to come up at all this episode. Um, mm-hmm. So that was a, that was another really great fight scene um, between the two of them. So um, I wonder if it'll be the last one of them. We'll see. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Not sure. Um, but yeah. And then, yeah, Shin's obviously, you know, gonna, gonna kick it, kick it with Thrawn and, and then the, the night sisters um, and their stormtroopers. Um, But I, I that moment of, Doubt where she, you know, was just... She, she kind of... I think she kind of really felt that the odds were against her. Um, But she wasn't... Her pride is clearly too strong that she wasn't going to give in. And when when Ahsoka was like, you know, join us, we can, I can help you sort of thing, you know. um, I really admired Ahsoka for actually doing that and saying that, offering her help, because I feel like the Ahsoka from the start of the season wouldn't have done that. Um so yeah. It was all very interesting. But yes. What did what did you guys make of um
2: Balin and Shin in this episode? Yeah, it was um it was interesting to find out that he was literally being like, Okay, this is where we go in our separate paths. You go and do what you're told here and now I've got something else I need to do. Yeah. Um It was really interesting when, when he came Came down to that, and I was just like, "Okay, what is his end goal? Like, what is he actually here for?" There, like, there's there is definitely something on that planet that he's after, but I just don't know what it is exactly, and I'm still feeling very uh, in the dark about it. I suppose because I'm not sure if it was just about. Facing off with Ahsoka. I think that was more of that. For him, that was an unexpected... That was an unexpected surprise to him. So... Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... There's definitely something else. We just don't know what. Hopefully, they'll reveal it in the final episode. Mm-hmm. Um. hmm uh, Yeah, I'm just... I'm really curious. Because it's... Obviously, he's not really there to help Thrawn. Um... It's, it's more, it's more of a selfish thing, I think. It's got some, it's half, yeah. He's so, he's such a complicated character. Like I'm still trying to understand him, you know? Mm. And it's just, it's really interesting to see where his mind's at just by watching the episodes. And, and I'm still trying to work him out mm. and I haven't. Um, which I suppose is kind of a good thing, too, because, you know, you can have these mysterious characters and they can still be really good. Um, and that's what I like about Balin skull. So, yeah, I am very, very intrigued as to what it is he's really after. Same. Yeah. 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 And, and, and Shin, I don't know, like, she's definitely going more so into the path of the dark side by the sounds of things. Um, but it was nice and I I swear for like just this small slither of me was hoping that she would take Ahsoka's yeah. help
1: well there was um, a bit of a hesitation
0: yeah that's so what yeah, I mean yeah. so there was, there is a yeah. you can nugget. see yeah, she, yeah. you can see her struggling
1: with it
2: Yeah. well yeah. Now,
1: now she, she does was... because she has no master exactly
2: yeah. because she felt a little bit lost in what was happening once she was set on her way Um, and I'm looking at her thinking, oh, she looks so confused. Like, she doesn't know what to do now. Um, yeah, I I was really hoping. But then when she ran away, I'm just like, eh, I don't think, I don't think it's going to happen. She'll be back. Maybe, 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 maybe she'll end up like, once she's thought about it a bit more, she's had a bit more time to to sort of process what's happened with her and her master. She might come around to the idea of going over with Ahsoka instead, but I don't know. I feel like she's just got, she's really sort of deep into what's happening with Thrawn that mm, I think Thrawn's probably got her, got her by the collar, maybe, I think.
0: Maybe, maybe. Mm. Um, Yeah. Part of me even wondered this episode if. Like the from like obviously like we know Balin's in it for his own gain like he's got his own yeah. agenda, but part of me even for a second when he was making that speech to Shin about them parting, um, I was like, ah, is Balin gonna? Is Balin maybe gonna be you know have have a redemption thing or is he gonna switch sides or or like is it gonna turn out that his side is gonna be. Like I still, I still think that he's gonna end up siding with Ahsoka at some point. I don't know. Like maybe if only you know, because the the enemy of my enemy is my friend, sort of thing. Maybe I, that's just where my brains at. But yeah, that was yeah interesting. Um, Mike, what what about you? How did you how did you feel about Balin and Shin this episode?
1: Yeah, they definitely are the most uh, intriguing characters because we still can't read them. Um, Probably that's what um the linchpin of this show is Is for people who are coming in cold for these characters that we haven't seen that uh, we haven't seen in live action mm. and the way things are going it, it's definitely intriguing, and I can't wait for the next week, so there's more solid things, and there will be the last time we'll see Balin maybe,
0: yeah, maybe. Um, I would. I suppose I would say so.
1: Sadly. Mm. Hopefully, the uh, the character will come back in so- some way. Yeah, hopefully. Just be just be a good legacy for, for you know, for the people that we lost.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm really curious to find out what um they're you know how close to the plans with what they had for his character they'll stick to and if you know what they can do um around it um yeah we'll see i suppose um i don't really have anything else to add about this episode i think that's kind of it really we've got the Mm. finale coming this week it's hopefully gonna be a good one um so yeah did you guys have any anything else you want to touch on before we we conclude
1: Mm. Can't wait for the next one.
2: Yeah, yeah, same. Can't wait for the next one.
1: Yeah. End the story, or it will be a continuation to season two.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, yes.
0: We'll we will see. Um, all right. Well, I guess we'll end it there then.
1: Cool beans.
0: Cool beans. All right. Mm. Cool. That's our uh, popcorn culture done. Our chat on um, Ahsoka episode seven dreams and madness hope you guys enjoyed that um we will be back next week of course to discuss the finale uh of season one so looking forward to that um but yeah that's the end of the show done it's
1: over and dusted go home i am home
0: (laughs) so
2: am i (laughs)
0: Yes, I was. I was quoting Ferris Bueller. Um, yes, <laughs> <laughs> very poorly. Um, He's not cool. the killer. He's
3: cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Well, um, without any more ado, let's get out of here. And, and that, 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 that was, was a podcast, a podcast, podcast
3: called, called, called Fred.
0: Fred. Fred. Ah, remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and the platform formerly known as Twitter for the latest Fred content.
1: If you'd like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and no longer Google Podcasts, because they shut it down.
2: Oh. Yeah, it's shutting down. Oh, no. Mmm. If you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions. And if you're watching us right now, make sure to like the video, subscribe to our channel, hit the bell icon to be notified of future content. And if you're watching us live over on Twitch, make sure to give us a follow over there. Twitch.tv forward slash Fred the Alien Twitch.
0: Yes. Please and thank you. I've been a Kendall Richardson.
2: I've
1: been a fully And I've been the Michael Lister that is Michael Lister. I am Michael Lister and I'm in a new galaxy.
2: Yes! And you! <laughs> and you, and you just, just, experienced just experienced a podcast called friend. Remember
3: to eat
1: beef. Freddy lives. He does. Loki dies. Again. Uh, the doctor is in in November, and so on and so on and so on, etc. Would do you like to buy some dex, death sticks?
0: <laughs> I don't want any. You don't, you don't want any dex, death sticks. No. You, you want to go home and rethink your life.
2: <laughs> I do.
1: <laughs>
0: Make sure to look
2: after yourself and your mental health, everyone. Yes. yes.
0: Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Later, Steve.
2: See you. See ya. Bye. And...
1: See? Sí. Sí.